You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. City in New York gritty. Niggas lied if they told you that New York pretty. Better stay up on your hustle, stay New York witty. Forever make a move, no New York whipping. Yeah. New York City in New York gritty. Niggas lied if they told you that New York pretty. Better stay up on your hustle, stay New York witty. Forever make a move, no New York whipping. Yeah. More paper than I can count New York get hot, go down south Start with a house Cut from a different cloth It ain't no calming me down No need for no introduction Cause we the hardest in town More paper than I can count Welcome to Axe to Grind The Hardcore Podcast Welcome back Welcome back Before we get into Well, let's do this I'm Bob I'm Tom I'm Eric, what's up? I'm Alex, hello. And I'm Nicole. Because Patrick's not here, we decided three people was we appropriate. We needed three people to fill his <clears throat> space. Fill his, fill his, his space. His 118 pound space. Yeah, big pants to fill <laughs> Big little pants. Um, Did you see him, the way he was dressed up? He was dressed like Dale Earnhardt. I pretended like I didn't see that picture. <laughs> what the fuck? Did you see this photo? No. He wore a full body NASCAR suit at one of the shows on the self-defense thing because I thought he had a sweater tied around his... No, he had a full jumpsuit. Oh, is it like half zip? Yeah, but wow. it was like down after a while yeah. around his stomach. Drug churches changed the man. <laughs> so broken. He's broken. So he went from one to another, and he didn't. I, I he think couldn't he transition. Like, he was like, he lost it was himself. a glitch. He didn't know is how. Is he to like a transformer? You know what I mean? He might be. He's like more of like a transmorpher, like one of those like off-brand ones that right. like Starscream. Get home soon. <laughs> uh, before we get started, I want to thank our sponsors. We're going to start with our buddies, Urban Cabin Soap Co. Handmade vegan soaps. They've been rad. You've been using them? Yeah, hell yeah. Great. I used the, uh, the beard oil. How was that? Very good. You're the only I didn't know how to. Yeah, I know. I didn't know how to, like, I put it in my hand. Just <laughs> Did it feel smooth? It yeah, I don't know how to use it. You no, can it laugh. smells delicious. You can smell what you want. I didn't know. No, no, no. It's not a. It, well, I have a shave, a shave butter. Okay, sure. Which I've used. But this is just like. You we should have given beard. you the beard thing. Too. Yeah. I, I don't use beard oil. No. Nah, well, I mean, I didn't until. Urban Urban Alex company. has a certain category of guys where he's like, he looks like he's a beard oil guy. <laughs> am I not? You don't, you don't look like one. No, no, I mean, but I am not. I'm like, what does good. that no, mean? Um, but uh, big thanks to Urban Cabin Soap Co. Uh, great gift to buy. Uh, still got time. You can use the promo code. And you should. Spell it out. And get... <laughs> get 10% off your order. Uh, great present. I like the sunbather bath bar. Pretty good. Ooh. Let's get into the other Is ones. Is dead heaven? Strictly, uh, Some sort of thing. Like Speaking of... You know what's pretty great? I actually had a bar of Urban Cabin Soap Company soap in my pocket, and I went to a show, and the security guard wanted to know why I had soap on me. <laughs> because like, you why are you smelling so I nice? Like, I was like putting stuff in all, you know, Every everywhere pocket, I could right, put, right, right. yeah. And I didn't realize, and I had a bar of soap in my... So well, so we recommend yes, bringing you. soap to shows then. I uh, mean, have you been to some of these shows? I know. People, you know... Give it out oh, to the worst moment. spray going... <laughs> Um, so speaking of Deaf Heaven, let's talk about one of our other sponsors, Deathwish Inc. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, wait, hold on. What do you got? He's got something planned. No. Um, yo, Deathwish, fine purveyor of hardcore and hardcore adjacent music. What is? Oh shit! Oh, well. Nice. You want me to do it with my voice? Huh? What's your favorite Deathwish record? Um. <laughs> Sorry. I'm gonna go. It's not my favorite, but it's one that I like a lot that I feel like nobody's talked about on the show. The Power and the Glory. 
Okay, tell me about wow. it. Wow. Uh, I don't know. It's just, I just, it's a good record. Okay. Know. Formerly Downpour. Oh, oh right. From ATL. Atlanta. They're from Atlanta, yeah. Can't do four. People from Atlanta put me onto them, and yeah. then, I don't know, it's just a good record. Like, heavy, kind of. Okay, Power of the Glory. Get that. If you enter the promo code. Axe to grind. And you want to. Spell it out. Spell it out. Like, don't actually... Sp- it's okay. Don't worry. It's all right. You'll get it next so time. So Nicole has proven that listen. she doesn't yeah, listen she doesn't to the listen. podcast. <laughs> she only listens to the Alex episodes, which are all right. Um, That's actually that not true. Yeah. I actually do listen to them. I think I just sleep you through sleep the first through part. part. That's yeah. fine. We're, that's why we're That's clicking it. through it. Um, enter that code. 10% off. Sorry, all sponsors. Um, final sponsor. Who's our final sponsor, Um Reggie's Pizza. Oh, true. No, I don't know. What, who is it? Triple B rap. Triple B. Shout Trip- out Sam. Trippy B, SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Triple B, uh, thank you for being our first sponsor. Thank What's you for being a friend. Travel down the road and back, back again. Um, his oh, heart is true, but what is your favorite Triple B record? Uh, Mind Force, Excalibur. Oh, shit. All right, well, we're going to talk about them shortly, but everyone should own Excalibur and enter the promo code. And you're going to want to spell it out. And you receive 10% off your order. <laughs> Thank you, everybody. Go to triple B records.limitedrun.com. Go to deathwishinc.com. Go to urbancabinsoapco.com. Order all that stuff. Get you some presents. Let's get into the episode. Yeah. Me and Eric are so close right now. Yeah. <laughs> Closer than we've ever been before. You're gonna, I'm just going to be producing a lot today. So you guys going to stop. Bob's a producer. I'm producing. Okay. Um, You're a natural. You really are. I'm a natural at not <laughs> talking. Yeah. Well, Let's talk about some stuff. That's true. Let's talk about some stuff. Let's talk about that Mind Force. Record? Show. The show. Yeah, so I, I mean, I don't know. The producer, the promoter was kind of a sketchball. True. They tried to beat me up. Definitely oversold the fucking place mm. like a sketchy bastard. Walked off with the... Um, with the cash box. Um, but other than that, it was great. Um, so it was at the Asbury Park Music Foundation on Lake Street, which is Lake Avenue. Bob's choking. Um, <laughs> from all the glory. No, um, so it was Anxious opened up, who were fantastic. Um, a friend of my buddy, Nick, was like, you really need to check them out. I think next year they're going to be huge. They gave me like the the... Title fight is kids vibe. Yeah, if I'm great, you know what I mean. I think they would be huge. Prospect is awesome. They got a great reaction. Um, I was psyched for Sean, and then it was Somerset Thrower. Mm-hmm. We were awesome. I don't think they sound Texas. The reason they were great. Um, <laughs> Bob is typing fever. This is you're really becoming Pat. I'm talking to Pat right now on kidding? on Instant Messenger on our computers, so you know you know we got some real computer? shit. Yeah. Oh. Um, so I said they were I thought were great, um, and then it was Millspec. Or I thought they were really cool. It's a good shirt. Is that supposed to be a My Buddy Valentine shirt kind of look? Huh? The font is the same. It is. And then Fiddlehead, which I've seen a lot of people talk about that being one of the best sets they've seen all year. Hmm. And Mind Force was fucking awesome. I thought they were great. They got a huge reaction. Um, Jay was climbing on stuff. Where were you, Nicole? I was at my friend's wedding. How was it? It was filled with love. Oh, not as cool as mine for show, though, is what you're saying? No, I skipped the wedding to go to the show. That well, a well, Jay's wife came with me to the wedding. 
and I went with Jay. And Jay, Jay told me that. He said this is like a perfect. Yeah, that's yeah, because nice. this is Alex at weddings. Do you dance or no? I I do. Okay, you need to dance more. Is he a good dancer? Decent. Okay, that's okay. good. You just got to believe in yourself. I'm just happy he does it because when there's we a first lot of dudes you don't. Yeah, you got to get over that. Mm-hmm. Dancing at weddings is important. And I'm a dancer. Did you dance? So. Um, you dance. You definitely dance. I, you can't dance. Not dance like that hair. It takes a little. It takes a little bit for me to come out of my shell, but I, I've, like? I've been known to dance. Yeah, yeah I do a lot of that. that. Yeah, exactly. A lot of the I do finger yeah. guns. That's all I got. Fingers oh, finger guns are like the yeah. cool. Alex guns. does. Yeah, yeah. I do like the cool uncle thing. Who does them? Yeah. <laughs> all right. Are we having a dance party after this? I think we might. We could. Um, no, I thought it was a great show. It was a huge, it was a great vibe. I thought. Um, I wish I was there. It was packed, man. It was packed, you know, like from the <clears> get go, <throat> which is cool. Alex beat up like three people. To remind uh, me. Yeah, Bob there was a fight. Me, like I was trying to. Like, yeah. Swank jumped. I was like, yo, you know, like when you hear like a flea can jump like a hundred times its own height. That's what Swank did. He jumped from one thing to another thing over about four women onto the bar, holding onto the TV to yell at somebody. It was Brick actually Memorial really Cross Country and Track Team. We I got guess it. so. When you grab me. You didn't tell me that. I looked at Swank and he looked like he was about to rip my head off. Yeah, he, he thought, I was he thought you. Yeah, that's why I went over. And then I saw it was you. The one big reveal. Alex is like a brick wall. Dude's built. He's like all weird about, but he's built, right? You know this. Sure. You're six. You're like you're I'm, I'm very like tall, this, but you were like this. Like I was shit. like. So, anyways, uh, cool show. <laughs> I want to shout out all those bands. The big thing to me is that Mind Force is like a headlining band. Fiddlehead is like that a, point, yeah. Fiddlehead is like a headlining band. Yeah. If you don't get a chance to see Fiddlehead in the next six months, you're missing out because they got crazy energy. Incredible, yeah. The, the live show, Agreed. people were walking out of there like it was magic. So, yeah. <laughs> but I don't think insane. I don't think anybody left <clears throat> after Fiddlehead, which I think no, I thought, I thought there was going to be like a little bit of a walkout. It's a different crowd, but no, but it's just everyone stayed. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like it wasn't like a mind force. I thought it was. Yeah. I think Jay was worried. Like this is like our first like non Hudson Valley headliner. And, yeah. Fantastic. Okay. So we're going to kind of just spin around. First things first, Nicole, thank you for joining us. Oh. Eric, thank you for joining us. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks. Alex, thank you for joining us. Of course. My pleasure. Okay. Um, Bad man. You've reclaimed your spot for most guest appearances now. Yeah, I am. Well, who's ahead? Dave. But Dave Dave stayed and knocked out like four in a row. Yeah. So it wasn't really fair. Eric, this is your second or third? I made like a cameo early on, and then I was on an episode. This is like two and a half. Okay. Right, because you showed up with like, what did that dude, Mike on it? Uh-huh. Yeah, Mike. Yeah. We had like nine people just show up. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, we, like, we, were like a a, we were supposed to have a pizza party tonight, but things got wonky. It's all right. We're just chilling. Yeah, so Alex just ordered for himself. Mm. I was hungry. I wasn't thinking that's about that. You know, yeah. No, we hit a lot of traffic. I heard that. So much traffic. Yeah. All right, so what do you got? You're you're setting the table. That's, what what do we that's got? all I got. No. That's what Thanks, you got? everybody. Right. Have a good night. Thanks yeah. for coming. It, we're kind of off a little bit because we haven't done this in a minute. We Yeah, and, and we're kind of sharing mics, and we've got Eric. I want him here. Um, I thought he'd bring some flavor to the table. So That brings the flavor. So where is it? I'm all flavor. <laughs> oh, oh. Flavor town. It's early. You all don't right, want all the flavor right away. Why are you trying to ruin my flavor? Let's regroup. You yes. got you got some things to talk about, and and I have some questions too. Uh, we have a mailbag that's overflowing, so we might dive into that. Ooh, okay. So um, new ju- new judiciary track from the uh, forthcoming closed casket release. Mm. Um, did you check it out? Not yet. You? Yes. I like that. I like the the last record. Yeah, that was cool. I think those dudes are gonna take off. I think. Uh, 
I think it's a they're, combination. they're the band we've talked about as being like secretly bigger than people realize. One hundred percent. They put a lot of work in already. And I think by getting with a label like Close Casket, mm-hmm. it's going to help. So, I mean, what's that mean to you? Oh, you haven't heard them yet? Okay. It's like thrash stuff. It's very yeah, Texas, very you know? Ooh, very Texas. My thing is, the question for the room, because we talk about it a lot, do labels matter? I feel like yes. We've seen it recently. Like Close Casket announced a judiciary thing. I noticed them, people picking up on it more. Mm-hmm. They just announced that Downpressor signing, and all of a sudden people are talking about Downpressor a little more. Triple B... Whenever they start with another record, people are into it, right? So, and oh yeah, we're going to do Alex's top 10. What do you think? I mean, Alex, tell me what you think. Does it matter? Does a label matter in 2018, 19? Yeah, I think it matters. I mean, personally, I'd never heard Judiciary before. I saw their affiliation with Close Casket, um, and that made me check them out. Whether you like them or not. Yeah, just, you know, I... He t- uh, Justin typically signs bands that I like, so I'm like, okay, this band, I'll, I'll, I'm assuming I'll like them. So I checked it out, and I, I did like it. Agreed. Yeah. I'll can check I, them out. Can I build on that question? Please. Do you think uh, labels, in the sense that, like, do you think it matters what label a band is on? Like, if the judiciary release came out on Death Wish as opposed to Triple B, like, does that make a difference? Yeah. Um, do you think it's, like, the crowd that would buy it? Yeah, I mean, just... Again, personally, I'm more inclined to check out a band that gets signed to Triple B than to Death Wish. Mm. Right. That's just me. Interesting. And I mean, I think that changes with time, too. And it changes with what the flow is and what, with what people are into. Right. And sometimes that narrative changes. I mean, for real, Death Wish, when in the late aughts or whatever, they had Blacklisted, they had Bitter End, they had Reign Supreme, they had Hundred Demons. Yeah. But, but even those bands... Where a little they changed it, yeah, you know what I mean, and they changed with the label. So then, and then it's like, oh, we're doing more stuff like this. Right. So that ebbs and flows, you right. know. And that's happened with Triple B too, I think. They were more I also, like a standard arco label. Now they're kind of expanding. Right. I also feel like if a band's at that certain level and they sign with the right label, it's just they just take off, you know. Yeah. So. No, I mean, I think that's exactly I mean, the question. You something know? that we were going to talk about, we can probably even go into that that you guys can speak to. Vain. Oh yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like they were doing okay. Doing good. Before. People care, right? Fine, like nothing, yeah. like huge. Yeah, people notice that mm-hmm. kind of combination with them kind of taking off with close casket behind them. I think that yeah. that sent both the band and the label just it's straight into the, like the perfect storm, up, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So I mean, and I think that's the thing to me, Eric. For you, what do you think? Do you are you are there labels, regardless whether it's hardcore or anything else, that you're more inclined to check something out if it's on that label? Um. I don't know. I can't say that there is really. I mean, I, I don't. I like bands all across the spectrum that are on all different kinds of labels. It doesn't really. I don't know. That I feel like I, that doesn't that doesn't resonate as much with me. There are great bands on Deathwish and on Triple B and on Bridge Nine and et cetera, et cetera. Rev, yeah. of course. You know, uh, it's yeah. That's never. I mean, in terms of like hardcore bands and like you know, if I, if something comes out on Triple B, you know, that is a, that's a signal that okay, like I'll probably like this. You know what I'm saying? Because just for being into hardcore music, but uh, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, do you think it's it's different now? Is it different now because like you, people would buy everything with um, like a Rev Star on it because you knew what you were getting. 
Yeah. Like now, the labels are so divergent that it's yeah. not like this is a trust kill band and you know what the fuck it's gonna sound. No, like. that's an interesting question. I think it's, um, I think that's where the ebb and flow is, and I think it kind of meets with more of the diversity of the listener. I think audiences are looking for something a little more diverse, yeah. and what they're doing. You're not looking at a label to say, I like fast hardcore, so this is, I know it's all going to be fast hardcore. What you're going is, I like good music, and I like most of the stuff this label, which usually reflects an individual or set of individuals, likes. And so that means I'll likely, if I don't like this, mm, but if I do, I like a lot of things on this label, so there's a good chance I'll like this. Right, but you'll give it a shot. Exactly, and and that's why... And I think that's why something like Vane on Closed Casket, and that's what we're going to talk about Vane, was good because... So what is Closed Casket? What do you associate Closed Casket? Let's talk pre-Vane. You're talking band-wise? Yeah, like just like sound. Sound-wise. Yeah. Um, heavier? Heavier, yeah, definitely. Heavy, like metal oh, yeah. Leaning metalcore, but you know, you get some hardness, you know. Yeah. Like not, not metalcore in the like trust kill way, but metal-ish heavy hardcore like, right I, I feel like i associated with the young brothers so whatever they whatever you mm-hmm. consider yeah. that sound like heavy troy New York hardcore <laughs> yeah true yeah. but then vane not 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 that but definitely not like strictly that no especially from where they were coming from but it still makes sense totally makes but he sense. knows music so he knew that it was gonna like pop off exactly and what i think we found there was that it was a label taking a chance with a band and the band taking a chance with a label and that just amplified everything. So, How much music? I mean, they had like something like eight minutes of music around before that. Really I think that more than that, but it can't. It seemed like right? just that. Wasn't much, it right? just no, like, they had more. They had a, a full demo, which is probably yeah, probably like, ten minutes. But that split and was the only thing. Oh that yeah, yeah, had, yeah, right. I mean, uh, that, yeah, again, that was like yeah, ten minutes probably. Yeah, yeah, I mean, for them to do as much as they did on a pretty limited amount of music <laughs> is pretty impressive. And then this record kind of. And so I mean, let's talk about another example: is Mind Force on Trouble Bay. I think one Excalibur is a great record. Two, the visibility of Triple B has really bumped them up. And it's not to say that Mind Force was working with Slack labels before, they were, but they were smaller. Like I don't yeah. think those labels would be disappointed in me saying that. They work with Coin Toss and they work with Trip Machine. Shout out, Chris. You're talking <laughs> Uncle to the Chris, guy right there. I know, Uncle Chris. Um, but cranky bastard. <laughs> facts. But I love him. straight up facts. Uh, shout out moving pictures. Um, Atlas shrugged. With shout that said, the Hudson Valley. <laughs> <laughs> with that said, Mind Force Excalibur's brought them a lot more attention. Could you imagine them on thing. another label? I don't think I could. Yeah, I could. Could you? Uh huh. But not. I think the pairing was perfect. Yeah, I think yeah. it makes sense. And um, that record is just. It's very good. It's undeniable. You hear that record yet? Who are we talking about? Mind Force. Mind Force. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, sick. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've not gotten the chance to see them yet, oh. but the record's great. Yeah, the amount they do with <clears> just <throat> one guitar player is ridiculous. Yeah, it's only one guitar player. It's Mike Shaw, and that's it, and a bass player. I've seen him, but it's like. But he's from the back. He's like, how can I see who's? Yeah, I'm back there just. He's screwing the duck and in the money, man. Yes. He doesn't have time to watch. You know, he just hears it in the background. So um, <laughs> that's only so, a joke. I know. I, I didn't make that much money um, or any. If really. you made any, that's fine. You deserve it. You oh, promoted. thank you. That's really Paying kind. The bands. Um, wrong with it. You I did the pay the bands. Yeah. Pay the bands as much as you can, and then you had a successful show. It was good. So, um, with that said, well, how do we even start there? 
we uh, talked judiciary. about judiciary. Oh, judiciary. So judiciary, closed casket, got a new track. We're gonna play Temple. that. Check Temple. it out. We're gonna we got a, a new music episode that we're gonna record for you when when our erstwhile third host gets back. Yeah, when our heart's back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> De the third, I guess maybe. Yeah. They used to. Yeah. What? Pay? Darkest Hour used to do that before they started song. They put the three up because that was uh-huh. his like race car number. Wow. Fuck. out. Well, Virginia. There's being from the South, and then there's... They're, Dale, they're that's Dale Earnhardt it. South. They're yeah. leading into it, yeah. Okay, so um, next. Next topic. What do we got? Um, we're oh, going to do speed round. We're going to get into Alex's list that we're going to pick apart and uh, tear it up. Me apart. It's gonna be yeah, we're oh, I can't wait. Has he shared it with you? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. We've been working on this for days, man. Are you going to do a hardcore one? Yeah. No, no, no it's give his like we both did like our true year. top ten. Okay, good. Okay. Right, because we were gonna talk about Spotify. We'll talk about Spotify. Let's talk about Spotify. Um, oh, you got something else first? Um, we're we're so burning my list though. I know. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so that one's coming off. Hold on. Well, what do you guys think? I was actually super impressed by the different bands posting um, their Spotify kind of numbers. Yeah. Shocking how many bands that we know that it's like. Yeah, three million listens. Yeah, no big deal. Sixty-five countries. I'm like, what? The like, Incendiary had three million listens yeah. last year, like in 2018. Yo, they're on that. They got that WWE exposure oh, now. Yeah. No, it's true. Yo, but there are I bands mean, that are not that big that have like real high, like two two million numbers, like just regular regular bands that just tour. Yeah, just as which is crazy yeah. to think yeah. about that. It's those numbers, mm-hmm. are, you know. Well, so why Not does discredit incendiary? I didn't mean to do that. So no, why no, does yeah, that? But, but, yeah. but why does that matter? Like, why does the Spotify numbers matter? Because we're talking about them, and a bunch of bands are posting them, and like I felt like we were talking about it. We were seeing it's these numbers flash, and freaking man. out. I know. It's a good flash. It is. I it's agree. Like three million, three million of our songs got listened to. Like, yeah, that's pretty fucking crazy when yeah, you think yeah. about it. That's yeah. nuts. You know what I mean? I mean, never mind. Like Drake's probably got like five billion or something <laughs> crazy. Yeah. Or whatever, and that's fine too. But like, just to see like hardcore bands. You know, I think it's amazing. I probably played, if I had to guess, maybe 20 shows this year. And that's probably right. a lot. Yeah. I would say less, probably. Probably, yeah. Probably 15, yeah. Right. And 3 million listens. That's pretty wild. That's pretty fun, cool, you know? Well, and so this is a topic we kind of circle what, on. Like $47 or something? <laughs> something money. like that. Yeah. yeah, right. But, like, the range <laughs> and, and breadth of what hardcore can be yeah. and how it can get out to people mm-hmm. is that it's not, even newer bands especially, you can discover it through your listens. And I'm wondering how much that's the like algorithm is getting new listeners. And by new listener, I don't just mean new people to it, but also old people reconnecting with new music. Yeah. You know, I don't know how many people have talked to me about like, oh yeah, my daily playlist or whatever on Spotify exposes them to new music that they so wouldn't check out. Use them. Oh yeah. I mean, even dudes like Dave's talked about it. He, he's yeah. like, I, I'm. I let's do it more than I, I think. Go. All right. You know, it's like, oh, like, t- you know, here's what we put together from what you usually listen to. I'm like, I already listen to all this stuff. Is the algorithm good or bad? Oh, well, it depends on which algorithm, and it depends on which Spotify. Spotify. Uh, I, I don't know enough about it. I couldn't say. I think it's pretty, it's pretty well done. Is, like, it's, it's, so, pretty it's not all bots. It's well done, and it's based on your listening and that. Yeah. Do we feel good about that? Like, is it, does it feel good for the system to be telling you what you should listen you don't, to but you don't have to follow it so who cares no anytime I listen to something like I was on my way here listening to music and it happened what were you to, listening to <laughs> you embarrassed to say I'm, 
I'm on a real big Pogues kick. Okay. And I've never really liked Irish music that much, but I'm hey, fucking loving it. You got a Casey and a Sheen here. I'm fucking loving it. I'm not feeling that. No? All right, all right, sorry. No, bro, come on. What the hell is that? They're like... You would hate it. I probably it's really So it's like if you we'll, took we'll the Dropkick Murphys yeah. and just stripped out any punk influence. It's like real <laughs> Irish folk shit. Yeah, that sounds though. terrifying. Yeah. All right. I, I, so you listen to folks. No shame. This You've heard the one. <laughs> have you heard Christmas in New York? No. You definitely have. Maybe. It's we'll, like we'll one, on the way home. They're yeah. essentially what like Led what? Zeppelin is to the blues, the Pogues are to like Irish folk. <laughs> I'm already <laughs> scared. Basically. Yeah. I think you're going to have an issue right now. <laughs> I, I've been so enjoying it. The uh, and then something else. You're walking on the sunny side of the street. Yes. Yeah. Great song. Thank oh, you. Man. And then I got hit with the replacements, which Ooh. I like the replacements, but yeah. like not weird, weird transition. Yeah. yeah. I think that kind of makes sense, though. I don't know. Yeah? I think people... Oh, what, I you think want, like, another, like, a listen. Flogging Molly song kicked up? Oh, there? you see, like, like that shit, I don't... Yeah. I don't uh, flogging Molly no, and Dropkick Murphys. What? I'm down with the Murphs. But not the Pokes? No, I love the Pokes. Okay, good. Punk. I don't know. True. All right, fair enough. We're getting the full spectrum here, Nicole. We got <laughs> Flogging Molly and Dropkick Murphys here, but no Pokes. We got... <laughs> Murphys and Pokes. Not so much Flogging Molly. And That's we got... Just Pokes. Just Pokes. A yeah, lot of shit I know nothing about. It's all right. I'm not... I'm first two Dropkick Murphys records just are good. awesome. Do or die is the best, man. Yeah, dude. Did you Let's see go. them when they did their... They played Birch Hill. Uh, before they started doing their St. Patrick's Day bullshit up in Boston, yeah. um, they used to just be on tours around yeah, there, right. and they played Birch Hill on St. Patrick's Day, and it was fucking wild. With Blood for Blood. Oh, what? They, used to do, though. Like, yeah, they yeah, took yeah. out Blood for Blood. They took out Hatebreed. And Blood for Blood went out Everyone with them a drunk. bunch. Yeah. And the shows were crazy. That's right. They did a split with AF on that tour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was I mean, yeah, like 98. It was AF, return. US bombs, and them. Mm-hmm. Well, today's the anniversary of Agnostic Front's uh, reunion. Did you huh. see the flyer? December 14th. Yeah, I did. That was a great, great show. You went that? Yes. What was the lineup? It was Fury 5 opened. Hatebreed second. Uh, what year? Maximum penalty 1996. 1996. Okay. Maximum penalty H2O main support. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Indecision played the the first. What happened? No. Are you given? We're not elderly right now. We have young people talking. <laughs> 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 They're beefing. It's all good. Uh, you guys beefing? I guess. Go. Have it out. Uh, so yeah, yeah. The yeah show. Today was the 22nd anniversary of their return. So they've been around. Back since again. 22, 22 years. Fucking years. At least it was a, a great show. It was a great show. Mm. So I don't even know. So Spotify numbers are out there. It's cool. Dropkick Murphys. Dropkick Murphys. Foggy Molly. Molly. Got it. Yeah. Oh, um, the cores. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Let's do our Spotify <laughs> list. I do. Fuck. Let's do our Spotify list. You gotta do your top ten songs on Spotify. Me and Tom. Yeah. And then we'll oh, get man. into yours. That's what we thought because we thought it would be funny mm-hmm. because um, my top. You want to do top ten like. Hardcore-ish. I, I, mean, I guess. Just everything. Let's because do everything. Like, no, dude. Just do everything, so please. We're just going to do our plate songs. So the, the the rub here is that we're doing a bunch of year-end stuff when Patrick Patrick Russell gets home. Um, his name is Russell? Yeah. Yeah, Isaiah. like his mom. Russell Isaiah. Yeah. P-R-I-K. Remember? No. His, his initials are prick. <laughs> that <laughs> is incredible. Sense, <laughs> I, why didn't I know that? So when... When when Pat gets back, we're gonna do a bunch of year-end stuff. Now that that said, oh, that prick gets back. <laughs> I don't know if I want to read these. Do Here's our top. We'll, we'll, there's no shame. Um, no shame. We're not oh, shaming each other. No. no. Uh, where you are, the Moana song. Where you are. Oh, yeah. wow. I, my my mine is 
completely skewed by my significant other and having a child. Yeah, so. I thoroughly enjoyed that movie though. Good song, good song, it. Moana. Yeah, if you like it, really incredible. fantastic. Yeah, and it's a rock. All right, we'll go back and forth. What's your oh, top God. listen to song? I'm so embarrassed. It's okay. It's not remotely. All right, don't. Mine is go. "Where You Are" by Moana. Yeah, I know, but you have an excuse for this. <laughs> okay. I am an adult male, and my number one song is "Barbie Kings" by Nicki Minaj. Yes. Wow. Actually, what's, what's no. the Where, Where's the shame? That's sick. <laughs> wait till you get to my second one. All right. I my, like that. That's your top song, but yeah, Nicki's kind of wild. Nicki's kind of rough. My, my right second now. song, immigrant song, Led Zeppelin. Fuck yeah! All right, that was you. That was like that's you me and along. that's me and Easton. It's not. It's his favorite song, actually. Really? Because yeah. because <laughs> because that, it's from uh, Thor yeah. Ragnarok. He loves <laughs> it. We're going number two for me. Number two for you. I literally should be working at Urban Outfitters right now. In My Feelings by Drake. <laughs> yeah. You know why? Because we sang it on that episode. Oh, yeah. The whole and you time in your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good song. It is. I don't know how many times I've listened to it. Now, this one is all me. <clears throat> what? I'm not here. You, Ignite, but the Creed. Oh, version. no. The one we talked about. Oh, no. Um, what's your third? Mine. Night Shift by Lucy Dacus. I'm a little, I'm less embarrassed. Okay. Like she's okay. pretty great. Lucy Dacus, not Lucy Dacus. Not li- no. <laughs> okay. Not like Neil Sedaka's one. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. Okay. Lucy. Lucy. Dacus. Party of the Mind, oh, the sound, words. which no was words. one of our intro songs. All right. So good song. All right. All right. Three Knives by Code Orange. Oh damn. Okay. Good track. Good track. Eight parts for B actors. Rival schools. Okay. Great song. Pedals. Neural Circuitry by GDP. Yo, another good song. Good song, man. To be lonely. Yo, GDP goes, man. He's fucking awesome. So good. GDP. Yeah. Use that uh, practical gym. Very mm. nice fellow. To be lonely by Country Comfort. You guys familiar? No. No. Not uh, not familiar with uh, a folk no. band from Hawaii. Okay. Oh, <laughs> Great song. To be lonely. Great song. Good. To Rest know. the album. All right. Top off by DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I. You would think. Wow. Right? I'll hit everyone with the. F- oh, you're like so much cooler than everyone else here. That's right? true. Thank you. <clears throat> First hardcore song on the list: Knox, Trapped Under Ice. Okay. The song from the that is- hardcore song. Oh, that's a good track. Yeah. Really good song. Best song they hit. Yeah. All right. So Harakiri, Twitching Tongues. Melissa by the Almond Brothers Band. Great song. Wow, that is a good song. Years old. I am. My you, dad you've loves got that all shit. hits. My dad loves the Allman Brothers. Shout out, Bill. Shout out. Shout out, Bill. Am I next? <clears throat> In Sanding Around, Jawbreaker. Great song. Mm-hmm. Phaser, Quicksand. All right. Mm. Mm. Motion Sickness, Phoebe Bridgers. Is It Really So Strange? Peel Sessions, Smiths. Lotto in Reverse, Alex Leahy. You don't like Smiths? I hate everything, Morrissey. Wow. Do you hate him, too? I back that. You hate, you hate Smiths? Fuck Morrissey. Um, Why? I don't care about that. He's just, just a crybaby. Yeah, he sucks. Like... But the Smiths are cool. I, don't, uh. I, I, I like tons of bands with shitheads in it. So I'm into hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So fact. Um, that's our top songs. What's the moral of that story? We got fucking terrible taste. You or? got good taste. No, you You're got gonna good, give good taste. Oh, I had a good one. Next. You. What's your tops? Let's get all right. The you want to get into it? You guys got my next. I got my Can I just do? We have Spotify. Yeah. We have. Them. All right. Let's go. Only Can I clean songs? out? Okay. We already got them. We got them. We got Can I end with a good one at least? Only friend by Gougeway. So I can oh, cleanse the palate, so I'm not totally just 
I'm listening to stuff. I, honestly, not a lot of hardcore on mine it's this fine. year. Eric, yeah. Let's do, we'll do round table for the guests now. Eric, Nicole. We'll go one track, one track. And yeah. Like, and that, okay. Yeah. okay. Um, well, apparently, I'm, I didn't think I listened to this this much this year, but um, are you all familiar with uh, Wachitachi? Yeah. They yeah. opened for Jawbreaker, yeah. and I thought they were fucking great. The song Silver? Mm-hmm. I don't know what's wrong. It's fucking beautiful. I love okay. it. Anyway, go on. Oh, me. Uh, Ring, Cardi B featuring Kalani. Good shot. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, Corinthians by Work of Faith, Things Eternal. Hey, now. It's a good song. I just Sorry. had to explain who he plays Cardi it B. all the time. I had to explain who Cardi B was to my significant other, to Amanda. That's awesome. And she's like, what? And I was playing it for her. I'm like, you should be into this music. Yeah, We're in Miami driving around. I was like, you should be, your life should be like this Pitbull song meets Cardi B. I like it. Yeah. It's a good song. I agree. Uh, number two is Chemistry by Jawbreaker. Uh, they played some shows earlier this year, and I got real pumped. So. How were the shows? They were great. Yeah. They were fucking great. Oh, I'm next. Oh, Ghostface Killers by 21 Savage, featuring Offset. You got me? My second track is also Ghostface Killers by 21 Savage. That's our shit. Good shit. Wow. We listen to that a lot. We do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this, this song is going to out me as sus. Uh, is anyone familiar with the band Vanity? They're like yeah, a, yeah, a New York yeah. punk band. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right, cool. Um, the song Can't Be Bothered. That's I, a good song. That's good shit, yeah. Why are you shit. sus? That's punk as fuck. Uh, it's the most DIY song we've heard. Yeah. I'm, they, I'm fucking Nicki Minaj is on mine. I know. I mean, I think they sound a lot like Screwdriver. Do they? Yeah, I think. Respect. That's what, that's what so, yeah. Yeah. Does, is that what it sounds like just without the sketchy lyrics? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. My, okay. my third is Seagull by Ride. Oh, nice. All right. All right. All right. Um, my third is Color. Uh, We'd Kill Each Other by Color Film, which is... Uh, I don't know what that is. I have no idea what that is. Uh, He's got like a weird like uh, EDM techno type project. Oh, it's, yeah. it's new. Okay. Cool. You're on a full-on turn. This is like a heel turn. Yeah. yeah. I know. We got it. All right. Well, this is what he punishes me with. I'm like, put on music. I'm cooking dinner. He hits me with that shit. I'm like... Are we on four now? Uh, Marathon by Rush. Yeah! Wow. Yo, I'm not, I'm fuck, not I fuck with that so I hard. I fucking live for Rush. Slap it a bass. Wait. Room, room vote. Who fucks with Rush? Hard. Well, I mean, Neil Peart. Uh, yeah, sure. Best drummer, drummer ever. Yeah. You're leaving Alex on the island by yourself. Tom Shout out, Amelia. <laughs> All right, so keep going. Let's hear it. Damn, Needles. Handsome. Handsome? Yeah. All right. Uh, is that your first dance? <laughs> no. <laughs> Come on now. Nicole, no soul. Uh, together by Trippy Red. Mm. Wait, okay. Is there a mosh on your It bangs. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> uh, hardcore in 2018. <laughs> None of my shit is either. I'll just skip around. Diversity is good. Uh, Disgeneration by A Tribe Called Quest All right. from their most recent album. Good record. Good good record. Yeah. yeah. When, when did that come out? 2017? 2016. Oh, 16. It came out like right after the election. That's right. Yeah. Right. Couldn't then they play right after with Chappelle? Yes, on right. SNL, yeah. I hate it too, hum. Okay, okay, right. great song. Um, the song title is too long for me to read in full, but it's, uh, an introduction for people who hate, and then it's cut off by uh, "See You, Space Cowboy." Wow, is that Cowboy Bebop related? No, uh, oh, right. it's, oh, it's, it's named too. after that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Love Cowboy. Yo, can you can you explain "See You, Space Cowboy"? Because I actually see the name everywhere yeah, right now. Yeah, they're starting to hit a little bit. Uh, they just got huge mosh parts. They're from. It's really heavy. Screamo. It's weird yeah, Screamo. shit. I'm gonna tell you that. <laughs> Screamo has it's, made a it's fucking. Bangs. Yeah. 
Yeah. Scrams? I'm thinking it's big. I'm that's that's on my 2019 watch list. I feel like they're like them uh, portrayal of guilt mm-hmm. that um, wrist meets razor. Like mm-hmm. all those bands are like doing that like Sasha majority rule type. When thing. you don't. Okay, old heads. This is a fucking trick from the bag. When you start seeing a band's name over and over and over, that means something's going on. I see this band's name everywhere right now. Where are they from? Kentucky? They're from California, I think. They're from... Oh, are they? Ma- uh, Alex's mosh's room. And this is- yeah, right. Really. <laughs> His mosh They just did that Old Wounds tour. Yeah, I missed yeah. it. I mean... Did they come in? I don't know if they came Yeah, in. they played like Brooklyn and Connecticut, but I didn't go to... You tried Washington. to go to that Connecticut one, though. Connecticut one. It started like early. Yeah. We hit shitty traffic in yeah. Connecticut, so... I was going to miss their set, so I just bailed out yeah. on You fuck with that old Wounds record? I actually really like it. It's really good. It's really good. Yeah. It's very good. I think they'll... Yeah. Um, finally, a mosh part. Uh, Executioner's... Axe? Tax? Axe. Swing of the axe. Power trip. Yeah. Great. Why did, I thought it was Executioner's axe this whole time. No, it's Executioner. You definitely sound like you were reading the Grammys. Like, what does this say? <laughs> For best metal record, Executioner's axe? That didn't make any sense. Okay. Tax. Um, the smoking point illusion. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 2C by Method of Doubt. Oh, shit. Okay. I'm OD. Yeah. They're hardcore, man. They are hardcore, man. You're so on the new new. I'm with it. I love, I love it. Uh, all right. It's another kind of embarrassing one. Um, Interstate Love Song by Stone Temple Pilots. Great rock song. Oh, my God. Nothing embarrassing. Nothing embarrassing. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. It. No STP. Shit. Broken Man, Corrosion of Conformity. All right. Ooh, okay. Yeah, really you're the best taste anyway. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, really. Uh, Ryan and COC on the same list? Yeah. I'm embarrassed now. I'm going to go home and fucking core up. Yeah, really. Slingshot by Lil Xan. What the fuck? But this man's list. Do we got one more? Give us, hit us with one more. One more? Because we uh, got we to talk with Alex. All right. <laughs> Piccadilly Polare by Morrissey. Yeah, that's a fucking track. So oh, that's a good one. The hairdresser on fire over here. <laughs> Move me wet. Mm-hmm. Biggest Al you by Quavo. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good song, though. Okay. That's all right. Good. Do you wear only Supreme? <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford that. Oh my god! <laughs> it's supreme in the uh, oh my Valley. god! It's supreme. There's yeah, no e. I didn't realize yeah, yours was gonna be like. Yeah, really. Do you only that. have the sneakers app on your phone? S N N K R S. So uh, you get the car, so what's the point of this? This is fun. Uh, listen to a lot of music. Listen to different music. Listen yeah. to Nicki Minaj. Hell yeah! Emphasis on that. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so um, we're gonna do your. Alex's top r- hardcore records, I guess, and Nicole's no, top too. general. We did top, top general. Top we did general? top general. Okay, top but there general. is hardcore in there for sure. Okay. Top hardcore. I just Are you sure top. there's any hardcore in there, Alex? Yeah, or should we sure? main red face? <laughs> Can we address one thing before we go so people don't kill your reputation here? All right. Alex is your first name. Correct. Where does that come from? Um, so the story goes. The legend. Uh, the, yeah. So I'm told. Um, my father is favorite New York hardcore band is Side by Side mm-hmm. and the mosh part in Living a Lie Alex named after Alex Brown so uh, wow. Jules shout out I'm gonna send this part to him I do it um, that's pretty wild parents right, that listen to hardcore it's just Alex Second no time. Alexander no uh, you know, so you're really not oh wow yeah that's it that's pretty funny when we're breaking it's like you know this band's named after your songs do you know there's a human being named after one of your songs wow that's, right. that's pretty wild all right, so we're going to go through your 
two lists. Mm-hmm. They're separate, right? They're, They're separate. separate. Okay, yeah, I know. They're Nicole just separate. looked very judging. Was like, yeah, it's yeah, separate. Wait till you hear. So who's gonna go first? Who's gonna go? Who should go? You first? want me to go first? Uh, I think Mine's less embarrassing, so the lead off okay. will be like better. So polite, <laughs> Eric. So, um, we're gonna kind of be in judgment here. Do you want to provide commentary, or do you want to be separate? What do you mean? Okay, we shouldn't. You you aren't allowed to comment on her list. No, I don't. Okay, well, we all right. Her list is good. Mine's is good. Yeah. Yours is yours. Yeah. I feel like this isn't fair because I don't have a best of list, but like okay. you can you yeah. can share yours later. I don't, but I don't have one. What's I couldn't even come up with ten releases. When, this we, year, were, when so. we were making these lists, I re-listened to the list from 2017, your first episode, mm-hmm. and you guys like you'll you'll say one, and then if you have something to say about it, you'll talk about it. Mm-hmm. You can do that. That's you know awesome. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. worked the first time. Like some of them are obvious. Like you guys talked about it on the show already, but. You can still okay. make comments. Are you too. guys gonna make fun of them like you made fun of me when I when Seb would be like, "You are gonna make fun of Alex." I'm telling you, we we are equally all going to make fun of Alex. All right, he's like, "How do you even like that shit?" Shout out, Seb. You did go in on you on that one. I honestly wanted to go in on you a few times, but speaking of, we are starting an Instagram basketball team. Seb has put himself out there for it. Is he running the point? I don't know. I don't know what his skill set is. We'll he have is to fast. check it out. He can play basketball. He's fast. He said it. So let's uh, <laughs> let's dive in. Nicole, please present us with your best <clears throat> ofs 2018. So I didn't put them in any order, but first I'm gonna say Vane, Arizona. That's easy. It's the best record of the year. Really? I love your it. Your favorite? My favorite. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> um, You're better with the your voice. Should I do the voice? Yours, I it's like classic. that. Your voice is more fun. No, your voice. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but I love it. Okay, next is Snail Mail, Lush. It's really good. I made Alex listen to it on the way down yeah, here. We were, I heard it for the first time on the way down here. It's actually it's good. Kind of indie, right? Yeah. 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 Shoegazy. You, you like, you're uh, right? Less shoegazy, more like... I don't like, know them. I what know the hell name. was that one artist that I was like, oh, I don't like her? She doesn't like Julian Baker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that was on the I don't like her voice. That's th- uh, Tom's throwing death eyes. He's like, that. what would you say they sound like? I'm like, not like this girl. Sorry. Do you like their new record? The Boy Baker? Genius? The Boy Genius, yeah. It's not terrible, but it's just like her voice doesn't stand out to me. So tell me about Snail Mail. It's cool. Um, It is cool. It's really cool. What was the first time you heard it? So I work at a coffee shop on Sundays to help save money for our wedding. Shout out. Big Mouth, Big Mouth Big Coffee Big Roasters. Big Mouth um, Coffee Roasters. I'll, get, I'll get you guys some coffee. Talk to them. Yeah, yeah. Put a bow. And they had like some shitty coffee house like, on. Yeah. yeah. And then I heard a voice and I was like, damn, this is good shit. And then I saw a lot of my friends actually posting about, about Sam and I was like, I got to check this out. Is it a band or is it like a solo act with a band name? You know? Band, I think. Band. Yes. Yeah. Um, How'd you figure out who? who <laughs> is that a thing anymore? It's Shazam, it's Shazam thing? still a thing. Yeah, I use it all the time. Was that like SG? I'm like 400. I have no idea what the hell that means. You don't know what Shazam is? That, I don't think so. It was, like, right, it so was an old man joke. Well, I wonder what that music is, and you hit the Shazam button on your phone, and it'll listen and tell you what the song is. No. Amelia, do you know what Shazam is? Okay. Yeah, we're we, we, we not certified old on that one. No, all right. Maybe it's just in all right, the snail mail. All right, all right, all right. Mind Force, we talked about them, Excalibur. Mind Force, Excalibur. Mind Force. Hudson Valley represent. You're, where are you from? I was born in Poughkeepsie, New York. Oh, snap. Realness. I'm the, I'm, don't ever call me that. That's not that's Actually, not that anybody wants. Yeah, no. <laughs> Shout out to The Chance. Because like if how much it wasn't for The Chance. It might be our most know, talked but it's, yeah. We talk about Poughkeepsie. Yeah. If it wasn't for if it wasn't for The Chance, I probably would have never gotten into hardcore. Because like, yeah. 
there I, there was just shows what would every you have been weekend. Into if you weren't into hardcore, oof, that's you a great question. Main. I liked like maybe yeah. like more of that shit. Okay, my siblings are into that, but then I also wonder like if I if I didn't try to get them into hardcore when they were younger, if they would even like indie mm, stuff. Right, and but I feel what's like the path if you're not into the, that kind of is like a gateway drug to yeah. guitar music. I would probably point. like hip-hop and rap like i like i do on the outside Poughkeepsie style Poughkeepsie. yeah like i loved shit like tlc like i loved all that so yeah. i would probably yeah. Aaliyah, great, like, all that shit for like just like any episode just like what do you think your life would be like if you didn't grim i'd probably still be wearing like apple bottom jeans or something who knows <laughs> yeah boots with the fur i can't even i can't i, I have no idea what i'd be doing i'd probably be like a, an annoying nerd or something i don't know I would have gone. I would have played lacrosse in college. Relaxed, bro. Relax, bro. Yeah, well, would you have turned it into I was, like a, a an lax coach? I still played no, a sport in college, not. but what, you played lax. I was a rower. Oh, ro- oh. that's that is damn. That's I went to name. college in very, Connecticut. Very Hudson that River. That makes sense. Do you just what you river? The Connecticut River. No, I was an actual rower. So the funny thing is, I knew. What river were you on? The Housatonic, yeah. Hussey. Yeah. Shout out Hussey. The funny thing is I never would have like met anybody Housatonic in Connecticut Regional Valley High School. If I didn't go to like go to shows straight right. up by myself. Like I didn't know anybody and I started going to shows like at the chance of Poughkeepsie and then I was like, damn, I miss going to shows. I'm just gonna roll up to a show by myself and see like what happens. And I just met friends. Yep. And actually my first friend at a hardcore show, shout out John Hutch. He is actually friends with Alex. And like later on in life, like when Alex and I got together, I was like, do you know John from Connecticut? He's like, yeah. I, I, I like sell records to him all the time. And like we chat all the time. Oh, I'm like, that's amazing. so crazy. Where, where was it, what was your go-to place in, in Connecticut? Wallingford American Legion. Represent. I've been to shows there. Yeah. Still going. Is it? Yeah. 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 It, came, it turned around. Yeah. But that was like the main spot. And then Toad's Place. I saw Hatebreed at Toad's Place. Mm-hmm. Coolest show. Toast Place is a good spot. Yeah. What's the spot in New Haven? The like, tune in? Tune in. Yeah, I know. Burn down. Do you ever go to tune in? No, I never went there. Mm-hmm. That's old. That's been a long time. The Webs is it the Webster under? The nineties, late nineties. No, maybe up till oh, one, maybe. Oh, it is. Yeah. yeah. Okay, go back to your list. Oh, shit. Okay, yeah. Um, we can talk about the Hudson Valley all day. Yeah. yeah. We gotta do That's Hudson our Valley separate. You, yeah, Alex is so yeah. mad. You're on the Air Force one. All right. Um, Illusion, Magic with a Smile. Sell me on that record. I haven't heard it yet. No way. Just haven't gotten to it yet. Um, I'm waiting for our you. Don't need though. to know that much. You got Mike on drums. You got Connor on guitar. I mean, it, I mean, all star sure. lineup basically. Um, also, Alex is like the coolest frontman. Cool vibe. Does he cool have better vibe. hair than Eric? Does anyone have better hair? Than Damn. Um, yes, it's curly, so it's like automatically cooler. Mm. Yeah, um, I'm not a curly man. What do you think about curly hair? Would you get a perm? Uh, my dad had a perm in the 90s. And then at some point... In the point, 90s? Yeah. I feel like I saw him, his picture of him in the 70s and he had a perm. Like no. 98. Dude, no. In the 70s, he had long hair like like I did. Right. But uh, had a perm in the 90s. And then at some point, it he stopped doing it like that. And I don't... I can't narrow down exactly when. What was like the tipping point? Yeah. Like, I just... One, one day I noticed, I'm like... Your hair is straight. It used to be curly. And he's like, yeah, just, you know, that kind of got over that. I was like, that's fucking weird. That's how I remember my dad when I was a baby. That's right, awesome. No, yeah. yeah. What else you got? All right. So Illusion. also just great live band, yeah. great overall. And I know you've listened to I the record. I think I've seen so. Yeah, Thanks. I like the demo. So <laughs> um, Ikulu. Mm. That's the other, like, Yeah, that's a hitter. No, have you listened to the Ikulu record yet? I have not. Okay. You need right. to. That You'd one, like that's it. That's the one. Yeah. Given the, it, it, yeah also, just, it's, Connor it's Jones. Right. Okay. Okay. And Cheddar. Mm. Yes. Yeah. 
Former host. Michael Quick. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Quick. Um, Wet, Still Run. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, Cardi tell, B. Tell people about Wet, Still Run. Okay, Wet is, if you can appreciate a good singer, she's got an amazing voice, um, really soulful. Better than Julian Baker? I'm about to flip this paint. Smokes her. You, have you, you mess with Wet or not? I don't know. No, I don't know. Okay. Oh, you you would love you, it. You, would, yeah. you need I to listen to it. The Julian Baker hatred. I'll be <laughs> shot on the way home. I forget she said it. You know, we it's just... something else to listen to on the ride home. God. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna. <laughs> just okay. zip what? it. Cardi B invasion of privacy. Mm-hmm. Um, this band charade. Um, they have oh, a two yeah. song demo yeah, out. Yeah, what's the story? But I about? listen to it like all the time. I haven't listened. Yet. Um, we started listening to it like when it first came out, and then we found out our friend Jeremy's in it, which made it that much cooler. Yeah. Jeremy um, Fury. shout out. But um, I love it. I love the voices. I love the music. Yeah, what's what's it like? He plays bass in or something. No, he's he saying. sings. What was that other band? He's in Gem. Gem. Yeah, he yeah. Plays yeah. also a very cool band. Um, Is but it like Todd Rundgren? He didn't make no. the Hall of Fame. Did you see that? I didn't. Yeah, he's fucking yeah, bullshit. Disrespectful, very disrespectful. I saw Patrick as soon as he didn't make it. Did you? Yeah, Radiohead made it. The Cure. Well, Cure's cool. Cure's cool. Cure's cool. Fuck Radiohead. The Cure's best. City Girls, period. They did have a, an album, Girl Code, come out, but period's better. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Quavo, Quavo Huncho, just came out. Good one. So good. Goes, you know, <laughs> That's my top ten. That's it. Good, good list. I feel, all right, um, out of ten, what do you rate her top ten? <gasps> Give it a grade. That's pressure. Yeah. She's really close to me. She can hit me. <laughs> it's okay. She will. She, she's from Poughkeepsie. <laughs> no. I'm Italian, you know, I talk in my hands. All right, so. I'm giving it, I'm giving it, um, like, uh, an eight because it's diverse. Okay. You had a lot of different hits in there. You had a little bit of hardcore sprinkled in. Um, gave me a few new things to check out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Good description. What do you give it, Eric? I, I don't want to do that. I wa- I walked here listening to the fucking Pogues. So. <laughs> you can <laughs> rate it. Come on. I mean, I don't. I haven't listened to a lot of that list, so you I can can't. just give me a ten out of ten. You get. You get. You maybe was there what piqued your interest? Um. Hmm. I would say that. Uh, who was the woman you said that had a really nice voice? Wet. 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 That that piques my interest most. That, I'd say. Yeah, piques my interest. I think well, you'll check it out. Yeah. It'll be it'll be worth it. And what was the hardcore band you said I should, I should listen to? Ikulu. Ikulu. Mm-hmm. I like the name. Good name. Yeah. Oh, what'd you give her? Give it a five. Five. five no, I'm kidding. Five. Five because the Julian Baker. Wow. I would. No, I'm I'm intrigued. I will ask to see that list and I'll make a playlist and check some <laughs> stuff out. Huh? I'm not yeah. saying she's trash. I'm not. It's just, well, it's just doesn't, talk about it. I'm not like, you I know, like her music. yeah, All right. seeing her she's live, not she's my like sister. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're going to listen to Alex list now. Dun, dun, oh, dun. I got, I got to split up into three cats. Oh wait, I was supposed to also do an honorable mention. Oh yeah. Oh, Never okay. ending game. Oh yeah. Detroit. I've been mm-hmm. waiting for like a heavy album. All mm-hmm. year. Like hardcore heavy, not like being like more metally heavy. So, shout out, honorable mention. Craziest first show ever? That's, I don't know. That's what I it's heard. a big claim. It's like a big that. claim. That was on... Sounds like a lot of mitt heads there smoking something. What exactly is... Somebody from Michigan. Oh. I need to point oh. that out right here. Mitt right here. <laughs> oh. uh, Never End Game LP 2019. Um, triple B. You're... Yeah. Okay. So, stuff coming up. Yeah, a lot. I'm of not a triple B that's not announced yet that is... Oh my god, I'm scared. That's for sure. Okay, so. All right, go ahead. All right. 
So I got I got full lengths. I got EPs and demos. I got Perfect. five of each. Okay. okay. So it's 15. Oh, my God. Right, you we got it. So we good with He's that. such yeah. a nerd. So nerd. No, you know what we discussed beforehand. So oh, okay. Yeah. I'm with All that. Right. I'm going to start off with the best one for the Hudson Valley. Mine 460 That was. Weak. So you know you're yeah, not biased. You know you're biased. Of course. Obviously. <laughs> if When you pull yourself out, though, because I bet you've had friend bands put out bad records. Of course. Of course. Wow. It's a tough, yo, it's a tough thing to say. Yo, you've had friend bands put out bad records. Good dudes. Right. Yeah, I know a ton of people. But even bands you like, and it's like, oh, damn, something didn't hit right. Yeah. And, uh, yo, have you had friends who are in bands who put out something that you heard and you were like, eh? Co host, maybe? Patrick? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. I would say. Actually, year is the year of Kinlan. Yeah, you know what? No, actually, uh, the Drug Church record is really good. It's awesome. It's it's good as fuck. It didn't make my top five, but it's good. Wow. Yeah, that pack. The self defense record is very good too. The new self defense is great too. I give Pat a lot of ribbon, so I we kill that. But that drug charge is one of my favorite records of the year. Yeah, it's it's undeniably great, and it's it's crazy because like they you would think a band, and this is not shade, but you think a band like Drug Church, like I don't know how much like they have to like pull yeah. from, you know what I mean? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, but like they managed to put out a record that like maintains their sound and and sounds fresh also. It was a gr- it was just it was a good record. Right, and the, I should have started the Chemical Fire is the lyric of the year. <laughs> I can't tell you how many people have posted just that line. I feel like That's for the... those that love, I'll sacrifice is out for. Yeah, I should have started a Chemical you know Fire. You know that what? Been, I think that might be that tattoo across the. A lot of people, yeah. I think that's going to be a T-shirt. That'll be the Axe Grind T-shirt. I should have started a Chemical Fire and then the logo. I mean, I like the previous line, which is like "fuck you" at twelve fifty an hour because I had a job that paid shit like that very right. recently yo alright we're gonna pause the list because we need to talk oh about my God, $12.50 I can't wait and $12.50 longer. an hour <laughs> the job that I had that was $12.50 an hour the place that I'm working now when I, I first got hired there was kind of a, a trial period and for the first like six months I got paid like minimum wage it was dog shit working a, an adult human job an adult human job at a very professional place that makes TV shows that I guarantee everyone here has watched or seen or heard of. You, you need a hug. That's fucked up. All right. <laughs> I get paid better now. Much better now. All right. So, your list. Let's hear it. Uh, before I move on, I'm just going to... Oh, wait, wait, wait. You guys fucking threw me off. I'm talking about... <laughs> when your friends put out a record that's bad, what do you do? Tom. I go, hey, man. Good work. Yeah. I wouldn't want anyone to tell me I suck. Yeah, no. If they're friends of mine, too. I've done it. Right? I'm the dick, though. I mean, you're, you have to... No, not a dick. But I've done it in a I nice enough it. way, and it's... Even records that, like... Uh, I'm thinking of a specific one, and I apologize to my friend for when I did this, but it was, like, 13 years ago. Name Van Inner. I'm not. I'm not going to. <laughs> but they put something out. Sure. A lot of people love it, and I was like, Yo, I just think it missed the mark. I didn't think it would hit. And I kind of said it to him and caught feelings, and he was mad. No, um, yeah, I would be mad. I understand it, but I didn't want to lie... And that's something that's gotten me into trouble is that it's better to lie and not hurt someone's feelings yeah. than be honest and uh, right, not. so that's the life does lesson. It matter? Like, you're does it you're matter? a good person. You took you took the hit for everyone. Yeah. Do you tell like if you had a friend that put out a record that was like this isn't very good, would you be like not your best work? No. I go, I support, but would you make it clear like yo that record sucks? No, but if it was like 
any of our other friends' bands, because we go to shows nonstop, yeah, we wouldn't be at every single show. Yeah. Like, we ride for our friends' bands that we think... We actually like. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, of course. Yeah. You're not going to go out on, like, a Tuesday to watch your friends' band that sucks just because they're your friends. Right. I mean, I'll go. We'll support if, you know... Here and there. If we get, yeah, if we get the time you to. Make but sure they see we're at, like, every Mind for a show. Right. Like, yeah. You, you can just say, like, oh, just wasn't, I'm not really feeling it. Like, you don't have to say that it sucks. Like, yeah, but even that's kind of hurtful. I get, I get really I just be like, like, oh, cool, I just spent like, the last year. You never life know, they could get that. better. Some guys I know Maybe. who are in a band who's done very well over the years uh, went in, recorded, Slayer. yes, Slayer, awesome. went in and recorded an LP and came out and hit the label. And this is a long time ago as well. Yeah. Hit the label the day after they spe- finished spending X thousands of dollars and like, yo, the record sucks. And the label said that? No, oh. the band told the label whose money they just spent, <laughs> like, yo, record sucks. We don't yeah. like it. Uh, so <laughs> Labels like was that Judge? What? No, okay. it wasn't that long. <laughs> it wasn't Chung King. <laughs> it wasn't Chung King. Right. But there's an example. But so it's play the dance. Don't don't do what I did, which be is nice. be like, yeah, yeah I don't know. I don't think this record's very good. Don't I don't be a think. Dick. Yeah, don't you're not be a gonna dick. have to revisit that conversation. <laughs> you only got to say it once. <sighs> I'm sorry. You know what I mean? Like if it sucks, you go. Ah, it's cool, man. You know. I'm sorry, world. Just, you know what I say? Not for me. Yeah, great I think line. Even that That's hurts. Hurtful. That can hurt. See, I don't want to hear that shit. Find, find Bob something. Does that. Bob's done. Bob's done. It's not for me. And I go, that sucks to hear. Find something specific. And it's fine. It's and honest. Like, that's like me trying to be nice, and I'm like, yeah. Do you can find something specific. Be like, just be like, yeah, that that mosh part was sick. Like you know, like just encouragement. Yeah, you know what I mean. Okay, so this swings us around because we've seen a lot of it, and it's, it's Alex connected. is like so patiently waiting over here. With yeah. He's patiently like waiting. Ready. He's dying. He's like the the <laughs> elf on the shelf over here. Um, <laughs> Because we got in some we got in some heat recently, but it feels like a million years ago. We got heat. Yeah, we got heat. Um, when we compared Trapped Under Ice and American Nightmare, hot takes. Remember that? Oh boy. Compare how? Said throughout throughout this as a hot take. In 2018, Trapped Under Ice is a more important and influential band than American Nightmare. Oh yeah. Yo, no diss because both those bands are fucking rad. Two of the biggest bands in the last. Both years. bands are great. Yeah, two very influential hardcore bands of the last, you know, ten years. Yeah, but I listened to American Nightmare way before I listened to Trapped Under Ice. Of course, because they existed yeah, way before. Yeah, exactly. So like, and I it was even just compa- saying in 2018, what was it like a comparison. Was um, like, who's more important and influential? Yeah, and what really it should have been framed as bit. it's it's the way I asked the questions yeah. on Twitter was that oh boy, yeah, that it Twitter should have been harsh. framed. Which band do you feel is more influential? Because when you actually read through, mm-hmm. you see a lot of older folks who were like there for Ann. I was there for Ann. I fucking yeah. ride for Ann. We know. Who, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who are like. Who done me? I'm a dork. Do you? Yeah, I, I feel like I you and like 75% of hardcore kids. No, yeah. I know. Right, right. So, 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 but people, basically anyone over 30 was like, their ass was chapped. That the question was, is like, yeah. what are you even speaking on? But then you. Look at people younger. We're all like, yeah, duh. Next. Fun fact: My first show was "Give Up the Ghost." Oh, there you go. That's nice. Where is that? The Chance. The actual chance. Probably Club Crown, though, right? Club Crown. No, actual chance. Really? Wow. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Sure. But here, yeah. so the thing is, in the ter- in terms of like history, American Nightmare is more influential in a global sense. I love Trapped Under Ice. In yeah. 2018, more people are trying to ape. Well, and more younger people, and and that's the thing is, I think it's, I think. But it's I also feel like Trapped Under Ice is not going to be like, how the hell you say that? Like, no, they were awesome. yeah, no, no, no. And I mean, Justice both bands got it. I think they got it. Yeah, yeah. 
you know, like I think Trapped on Rise was like, yeah, we were influenced by Ann. Yeah. Like, yeah, clearly. I mean, like I think, the whole uh, scene changed for Ann. So everyone started wearing their clothes. Bands changed. It was a think fashion. about this though. The zip yeah, up I Ann hoodie. Justice Come on. Right. Think about what happened from Trapped Under Ice. Give it three years. I got ripped off in terms of what people looked like. That, but think about that. That whole world splintered, splintered off. Everybody wants to splintered off. Yeah, yeah. Um, But I think that the uh, (laughs) you guys have inside Congress. They can hear you. So the I'm I'm fucked. The difference is that the conversation wasn't intended to create a negative energy. Right, right, right. Because both were rad, and that's the same. Both that's the same great. idea. Is that when I listen to and what we're doing with Mosh Madness, the reason to listen to these records is even records I dislike or bands I'm not into, I can listen to the record and pull out things I think, oh, this sounds good. Oh, this is a cool fast beat. Yeah. You know, so so if your friend puts out a bad record, don't maybe, diss it. Maybe that's what Ice Grind brought to your life. Like how to, like, no, nice. no, it's it's it definitely hasn't. But <laughs> but but well, I was trying to think of it. Like renounced isn't in your. In your lane, that's no, well, but no. you're positive about it. I was positive about it. You go it, back to Elizabeth. Probably not. Not yet. And that's but cool. I would. Well, like you were not, like you were able to find. No, totally. And I mean, it's well, it's certain things. I'm trying to think. Like Code Orange is a good example because Code Orange is not sure. my shit. But I can listen to it and go, okay, here, this part's good. It. This is good, right. and this song's cool. You know. So yes. Hey, Alex. Yes. Are you ready? He's he's literally shaking over there. Nicole's <laughs> laughing at him. Do you want to go? I got, I, got, I got the shakes. Man. Oh, we already started, but we should have Cold gone man. demo seven inch LP. Like, I can start over. Start oh my god, no! One. This is the longest. I only concept. did the first one. That's right. <laughs> All right. These aren't in any order. These are just ones I like. You um, put them in alphabetical order, so. That... Uh no, okay. I can't spell. <laughs> <laughs> Chronological. Here we go. January first. Reaction demo. New York Straight Edge. They played a show yet? They have not played a show mm-hmm. yet, but they're getting there. Okay. Tapes may be available soon via Streets and Hate. Streets and Yeah, hopefully they play soon. What's yeah. the song? It sounds like... Um, this is a weird one, because I think the band that I'm going to reference has New York-ish mosh bars, but if Floor Punch had more... New York hardcore mosh. Mm. It's just that it sounds like Floor Punch. Really. I mean, yeah. It's good though. It's good. I like it a lot. Um, hopefully, I'll see him one day. Maybe not. Um, <laughs> what, the record, the tapes that you're making. <laughs> just sitting pretty, man. That's it. Um, second is Seed of Pain demo. Seed of Pain. Yeah. From Florida. Florida. Mm-hmm. That's good. Good band. Good band. Sounds like Ringworm. Sounds like Ringworm. Oh, Why was I Ish. trying to? Yeah, it's. <clears throat> It leans with the imagery and all that to the heavy Cleveland stuff. And I think for some people, that's just like, oh, sweet spot. I'd recommend it to people who like heavier, hardcore, but even even more straightforward stuff. It reminds me from modern comparison, people who liked Forced Order. I think yeah. it's I think it's better than Forced Order. But, you know. Well, wow. I like Contest Champion. It's good. Um, I think they sound like Pelinals. It's just me. Jesus Pelinor. I like. I also like Pelinor. So that's not that's not far off. Pelinor, I think you're Swellinor. Um, next one, Asian Apocalypse. They're from the Hudson Valley. They're new. They're from Kingston. Um, you know, that's, that's a big name. AOA. 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 It's yeah. a big name. Do you know what it's a reference to? Some X-Men Ultron. Shit. It's gotta be some, some kind of X-Men, X-Men shit. Some X-Men, X-Men shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, it is X-Men. Right? Is it really? Yeah. Dogs. <laughs> Good event. Whoa, no. <laughs> So um, I'm saying without hardcore, I'd just be some fucking nerd. 
I'd be a lacrosse bro reading X Men books. <laughs> In silence, don't tell anybody. Shopify grows your business no matter how far or big you grow. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're selling your fans' next favorite shirt or an exclusive piece of podcast merch, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash income, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash income now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out. Yeah, that's a one. I think... um... Yeah, I don't think I talked to people about reading comic books until I was well into my 20s. Really? Not that not that it was a secret. It was just I didn't have anyone else I talked to about it. And I didn't go on the internet to talk to people about stuff. So it's weird. The world is weird. Yeah. Age of Apocalypse, Tama. Hudson Valley. It's going to be in our upcoming listening party. Okay, good. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah they're from Hudson Valley. They sound like they're from Hudson Valley. They're heavy. They do. They got some... Some dirt metal. Some clean, yeah, some straight skull. Some chance, <laughs> chance parts. You know, clean vocals and shit. It's good. <laughs> Um, next is World of Love. That's real good. Syracuse. Yeah, Syracuse, yeah. upstate New York. Um, Love it. Trail lies. Yeah, members of Trail mm-hmm. and uh, melodic. Yeah. Surprisingly, yeah. sounds like New York hardcore to me. I don't know. Sounds like yeah. Beyond. Oh, that's okay. Yeah. Sure, that's a good reference. Um, and the last is Method of Doubt. I mentioned them earlier. Tell, from, uh, tell the people about them. All right. So the singer is actually from the Hudson Valley. Shout out Liam. It's from Peekskill. Um, the drummer, I mean, sorry, the rest of the band is from South Florida, so it's a, kind of a weird dynamic, but they make it work, they tour, they play shows pretty regularly. Um, I think they got some new stuff coming next year, so. Are they going to play shows? Yeah, they played, they toured a little bit, you know. Okay. But they play in FYA this year. Oh, shit, coming Hopefully up. Hopefully they play in New York one day, I'd like to see them, I haven't mm-hmm. seen them yet, mm-hmm. but maybe. Um, so that's all I got for demos. demos good. Um, moving on to EPs. That's all I got. <laughs> Yo, but here's the deal. Alex is one of the dudes, so there's probably about, I'd say conservatively, there's about 15 dudes who are on the like 
the spectrum as far as it goes with hardcore. No diss, homie. Oh, I was oh, like, where are you going with that? Yeah, Nicole spectrum was about comment. to throw hands. Um, <laughs> in terms of keep an eye out on literally everything. So Alex is one of them. I try. Yeah, good job. You're like the guy like Twitter. You're like the guy that puts like drops the link on Twitter and then people just start sharing it. They did that with reaction. I don't know if you did that, but I'm no, I don't people do that, do that sort of stuff. That was all great. Check out this demo and then yeah. it's. All right, moving on. <laughs> Alex, don't tweet. No, I don't tweet. Don't add me. Um, that's a good. That should be your Twitter handle. Alex, don't tweet, and you don't tweet. You just follow shit. That's good. Sure. Uh, um, <laughs> illusion, magic with a smile. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't gotta say much. Y'all know it. what it is. Yeah, you know what it is. <laughs> Streets of Hate, locking out. I got tapes. Mm-hmm. If you want a top one, hit me up. Streetsofhate.bigcartel.com. Streetsofhate.my. Did you drop the fanzine from it? Just called Streets of Hate. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Because you do you do more than just a zine. Yeah. We got you ain't done a zine in a while. I, I know. We're, we're slacking. Okay. Yeah, you inspired me, man. Good. Your zine was good, by the way. I know. Not to suck. I know. know. It only yeah. took. It only took. I started on Thursday. And I know. Got it, done it came out good. It's good great. content, straight up good. Cut and paste too. All that. All yeah. the whole layout was cut and paste. Wow. Respect. Next is a cooler. We talk about that all the time. It's good. It's good. Whatever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. No, it's, it's, Yo, because it's, it's we, we talk about yeah, we, it's the best. It's the best EP. We talk about yeah, it all the time. It is. Um, next is not hardcore. Misery Club, Club Misery is the name of the record. It is. Um, really going on a limb with that. Yeah, Misery it, Club, Club Misery. I mean, whatever. But it's uh. Sure, it's not Morrissey. It's not Morrissey. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's uh, so it's a uh, it's a super group of SoundCloud. Ish. Well, I will be wow. the judge of the super part of it, but it's a great, you know, <laughs> if, you're, if you're in touch with this world, like the Wikiphase, like Goth Boy Click stuff, you know it's, it. It's big. It's good. What, who's in it? It's Wikiphase, Fantasy Camp, mm-hmm. uh, Zubin, okay, beautiful, and John Simmons. Beautiful voice. He does. I, yes. I, I like balance and composure, so I'll give it a chance. Okay. So wait, I mean, no. If you don't like Wik- <laughs> if you don't like Wikiphase, you won't like it. But I ride for Fantasy Camp. He's my boy. Yeah, I should listen to this. Hardcore family. Yeah. Okay. Listen. Shout out Fantasy Camp. Um, because yeah, I always think Fantasy Camp is Lil Zubin. Because who came out and sang with Wicca at Code Orange? Both of them. They were both great, though. I both. I was impressed. They're both very good. Yeah. yeah. They're they're very, now they're great, great voices. They had very nice voices. Okay. <laughs> like wet. Oh, wet. Yeah. What we've learned tonight, folks, is that Tom likes nice voices. I like nice voices. <laughs> Same. Fantasy Camp Julian Lessons, Baker. Julian Baker. Andrew <laughs> Richards, Lucy Dacus, not Lucy Dacus. <laughs> my favorite not my dad, Lucy not my uncle who sells couches in Skokas. Yes. <laughs> all right, moving on. Rule them all, an alignment of polarity. Sorry. It's good shit. It's good. It's a cool name. Yeah. Have you heard them yet? I have not. Long Island, good. I think you can buy one. L-I-H-C? It's, it's very Long Island, too, I think. Cool. Yeah. Take so, a guess yeah. where the name is from, the name of the band. Rule them all. Oh, Lord of the Rings? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they have a song about the, the Hadron Collider. Like, they're really smart. What the Smart is not the word I would use, but yeah. Dorky? <laughs> Nerd? I don't know. Super smart. Lord of the Rings. Y'all's Hudson Valley's coming out. Stop being so ignorant. Let's go. All right, I'm sorry. All right, Good lyrics. Ignorant. Yeah, next one's Hudson Valley. Uh, it's uh, this band called Soul Blind. They put out a record called... It's just untitled. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like... Uh, Kind of grunge. They're actually they're, yeah. their release shows tonight. It's good. I mean, I, it's I, it sucks I'm missing the show, but I was, I was gonna say the name Soul Blind sounds very yeah, it's like very nineties or like grungy, grungy sounds pop kind of shit. Sounds good. like cool. the Soul meets Blind Melon. All right, oh, good, good shit. Yeah. yeah, all right, love it. That's it for EPs. Good. 
full length. Actually. All right, let's take a quick pause. How's everybody feeling about this list? Am so I'm far, it's all right. I'm so far, it's pretty slow. hardcore. No, no you're perfect. good. Perfect time. Feel like it's good? I feel like it's good. It's cool. I feel like the worst part is yet to come. Okay, it's yeah, you're, you're, you've How been sneak you? previewing it. I'm 20, I just turned 25 in August. And this is a 25 year old man's. I mean, it feels good. I yeah, feel if it was all it. weird old shit, it'd be like, come on, bro. Really weird. I yeah, I, like, I respect it. I'm with it. I'll listen to Misery Club on the way home. Well, it's this year. I know that song. It's the only wicked face. Oh, there you go. If it was overall. All right. All right. Hit us with this. I said my force already. Mm-hmm. Would that be number one if you had to put it in order? Um, yes, Sorry, but I know it's like. It's know. the bias. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if it's a bias, man. That record's, like, the record's yeah. really good. God damn. But regardless of it being good, I'm going to, you know, set like. Sure. Hudson Valley. Yeah. Those are my big brothers. That's true. <laughs> it's also the most important Hudson Valley record globally to come Ever. out since. Uh, oh, yeah, all at for those all. Crucified all yeah. I don't, you know what? I don't think all at war. I don't know if I think what? of New York hardcore, but I don't think of them as Hudson Valley. Hudson Valley hardcore wasn't a thing until you guys. Yeah, true. <laughs> I always liked the all at war back in the day. Like they never really, you know, they would come down and play with all the New York hardcore bands, yeah. but they yeah. were always like, "We're all at war from Newburgh, New York." Like, mm-hmm. You know what I yeah. mean? But I don't think of them as like a Hudson. Like HVHC was not a fucking thing. No. To me, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. The New York hardcore label, like, generally that means the city, right? But it could mean the state, right? It could be if you can take the Metro North. That was Patrick. Okay. <laughs> so even parts of Connecticut could be considered New York hardcore if right. you can get there by the Metro North. Interesting. And Long Island hardcore. Everybody's like nodding along, and then when he started saying the Connecticut part, Alex just looked like he died. He's A like, couple people happened? came up to me after they're like. Really? No, that's not true. No, I mean that's well, so I can get on the, the New Hudson, Jersey transit. The Hudson Valley is New York hardcore. It's not upstate. It's not yeah. Shit. It's done with I mean, it. anything yeah. past Yankee Stadium is upstate. If we're being real, if we're being no, honest. that's true. <laughs> yeah. Plus, I still consider. But it's like you can't be like, yeah, Hudson Valley and then Buffalo, and you're no, like, right. what yeah. the yeah. hell? Stop case not New York hardcore. <laughs> no. That's upstate. That's up. Yeah. All right. It's Ohio. Second one. <laughs> Vane, Arizona. Feels obvious. We're yeah. going to talk more about that record later. Right. Uh, but but you're you've been vain OG. Yeah yeah. I'm a big big head proponent. Yeah. Here's my one question for you. I do hear some pushback on vain from people who are more into just like straightforward hardcore. Of course. What would you? How would you tell someone who's more into like the United Blood or Triple B style shit? How would you sell them on vain? What would you tell them? AKA me. Um, mosh parts. Yeah, they got big mosh parts. <laughs> Incredible energy live. Yeah, I mean, they just, they carry them. I mean, although I think what they're doing as far as like the tour they're doing and yeah. the way they carry themselves is kind of a professional, um, more professional than a regular DIY hardcore band manner, they're still just a hardcore band and they're hardcore <laughs> kids. And they're so good at their instruments. Yeah, they're just good. Um, Talented as hell. They got a tape up for them, you know what I mean? No. Like, they, they carry their own. Um, yeah. they, I think. So you, but but for the straightforward audience, you say got to see it live. Got to see it live, and I'm just gonna say, yo, if, if you don't like it, you don't have to like shit on. Them. Yeah, you don't no, have to, like I don't have to cape up for them and defend them. You don't have to just it's more sure. jealousy though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, that's what it, really what it is. It's also like if if you're a musician or if you're somebody that loves music, there's no way you can't listen to that album and be like, damn, like they worked hard and they toured nonstop. Yeah. Like, never, like they I, work hard. They jump on thing to thing. To yeah, thing to yeah thing to thing. and they're very talented. So, like, you're just hating. Yeah. True. See it live. All right, next one. Uh, this is where it's <laughs> a, little, a little dicey for me. But 
Okay. Keep the ring on. It's okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to go with Ghost Man. No- noise. Wow. Sorry. I got nothing. Got a cool <clears throat> okay, Ghostman. <laughs> I don't know if I've heard him. The branches. You don't think I would like it? I know you won't like it. Okay. What is it like? Um, Who is this band and what do they sound screaming. like? It is... Nicole, hold on. Let's let's get this. Brokenside? Hold yeah. on. I'm going to get everybody else. Am I the only person in the room who really hasn't listened to it? I checked it out because I felt like when we were talking about that Code Orange store, I yeah, thought Ghostman would make more... And he was on some of it. Made more sense because it's like sort of heavy. He's got long hair. He comes out of fucking cut off fucking yeah. denim. You know, like, and it's a lot of energy. People are stage diving. It's kind of fucking wild. It's just I just don't have the ears for it. I just and I've tried. I try to be open minded with music and I try to you know listen to new things and test myself. But like, this uh, is a test that you were not willing. To. I just can't. I just don't know. This is like where I'm like, what are you kids doing? I'll like I, I'm 28. So you're a young man. I know. That's what I'm shit. saying. Right. No, no. So I mean, it's not for I, I would talk about it with Patrick, and I'm just like, I don't get it. And he's like, you're old now. And I'm like, I'm not that old. No, no. Um, Nicole, what does it sound like? It's, I, I, it's. It sounds like Attack Attack. I can't even understand a word he's saying. Is he yelling? I couldn't tell you if you're he's having a seizure a or if he's yelling. <laughs> I don't know. It's like. Blah 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 blah. That's all I hear. Blah blah blah. It's like that's literally, and like I respect Alex's opinion a lot about music. So I'm like, all right, I'm gonna give this shit a listen to. Like maybe it's got some really good beats. Yeah. Not feeling it. Okay. I don't understand it. Sell me on it. Let me put that I believe he's got a band with him. I'm pretty sure. Shout out to my homie. Awesome. If you're listening, you know who you are. Who's playing awesome guitar with Ghostmane right now? Okay. Do they wear like? Are they covered? Really? He's a Mustang. So Some of them. Go. Yeah, they wear. Our friend they, plays drums, and yeah, he like wears like a. He yeah. Plays drums. Yeah. yeah. It's like a super group of hardcore. I mean, people. shout out to Ghostmane because. Yeah. I mean, he's doing something right. So tell me, yeah. what does it sound like? Um, it sounds there. It sounds like. Uh, I don't know. Man. We need audio for Nicole. She's she's doing great. She just slid her wrists on here the right way. So yeah, yeah. okay. I don't know if she pulled a thumb out of a butthole or she set off a grenade. I wasn't <laughs> She's saying thumb out of a butthole. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to me, there's got parts that sound like nine inch nails. Okay. All right. It's also got, especially on the new record, it's more like heavy on the industrial stuff. Okay. Um, but it's still it's still like SoundCloud type rap. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I, else to describe it. I feel like comparing it to Nine Inch Nails like helped me a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Me it's too. Towards a more industrial, and I, I, I like it. See, I mean, I think that's that's kind of the interesting place where we're getting to is that industrial has come back heavy in a way over the last couple of years, mm-hmm. and like saying that, like, okay, hey, there's this DIY rap thing of the SoundCloud stuff, mm-hmm. and that's kind of butting up into like a. a industrial sound like actually frames it well and i think that's where we're seeing are those kind of weird worlds colliding and it's not going to make sense to a lot of people but it also is going hard yeah so ghostman all right yeah is that the best ghostman material it is okay uh the other stuff i like fine Um, but this is but it was harder for me to get into like it 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 was something like when i was i was really digging into that that type of stuff yeah um I had to kind of repeatedly listen to it to fully grasp it. Uh-huh. Um, you stage dove at a 
<laughs> oh no, God, no! Ghost Man show you. People do though. Right? I know that you, yeah. but right. you're yeah, you're wrong. Okay. I I had um, never seen anything like that. I think until Odd Future became a thing, like people like stage diving and like moshing to rap music. Stage diving is fun. Yeah. I mean, it's more like, but like if you're like, I blame Method Man. <laughs> he was the OG rapper that stage dove. Is that true? Staten Island, yo, represents. Sure. Are you, you they love talking about mosh pits. No, he can pull both. He can both Staten well, Island and, born, yeah. and. He was born there. Oh, he was born in Staten Island. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, I'm not at all. I'm not defending Staten Island at all. Trust me. I I am not at all. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm more of a Bobby Digital guy, but that's okay. You have one more. So all right, I saw Bobby Digital, and they. Do you know the big the B the B? And they spelled digital wrong when they were doing it live, and it was D I G I A L, and they've got the taste. That's Bobby Digital. It's all good. I saw Method Man and Red Man at the Brooklyn Masonic Temple like 10 years ago, and they did not go on until like 2.30 in the morning. And that's considered early for them. So, Okay, so any more, or is Ghost Man the, the headliner on your list? No, I got two more. Okay. I'll make them quick, though. No, it's good. We got Candy, time. Good to feel? Mm. Uh, great. Great. Oh, you like that one? Candy's great. Oh, good, good shit. Good. Yeah, great record. I love it. What does Candy do in 2019? Hopefully something big, huh? All right, you're what their you manager. Say? Yeah, you're yeah. the you're the manager. What do you tell what them do to do? What do you want them out there with? Uh, Ghost do, Man. Do a weekend with Mind Force because I want to see that. Oh, okay, cool. Do a tour with Vane. Do a tour with Ghost Man. Do whatever. I mean, you know, yeah. they could do whatever they wanted. Yeah, tour. they're very versatile. Like they uh, they've done enough. Um, like they played regular hardcore shows. I saw them open for Fucked Up. Yeah, they did that. That's they're, interesting. They're That's crazy. Tour with Self Defense Family right now. Bird, which yeah, sure. does it not make sense? You know. No, it's cool. I think it's a, I think it's a really cool set. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That record is banging on my list. Yeah, it's good. Just, it's good. And your number one? Um, day by day, nowhere to run. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Hit us with this one. Just good, man. It's Just love the energy. Work. Um, yeah. Uh, bet like you guys have said, it's better live than on recording. I, I don't disagree with that. No. Um, but it's just you know they're my boys. I love them. Yeah. Um, they can you know anything they do, I'll, I'll ride for. But it's legitimately good. Do you think they've they've actually been quietly prolific? Like they've put out a bunch of records in the last few years. Yeah. Will they put out another record and toured a bunch? Are they gonna put out another record next year? You think? Um, I think they're gonna coast on the LP for a while, but okay. that's just what I would assume. I see. That's a band who I hope gets a slot on a tour with a bigger band. I agree. Because I think that could. They deserve it too. Big. Yeah, they work really hard. Yeah, they. Yeah. Are they able to do that? Are they like a band that could tour like more extensively? I don't know if they could do more than a week. I think that's like their max, really. Um, but even a week on something some bigger would be then. good. Because mm-hmm. you know, like a lot of major, like bigger bands are like, you either get the whole thing or you get nothing. They're, that's we're right. Not gonna, like, we're not gonna do a leg for you, yeah. And then someone else has to do two. Like, no, people—they do do that though. Like, yeah. like I mean, they have, but I feel like some bands. There's certain bigger yeah. stuff that will turn that down. I think that would be cool for them. I, I think they're also—they have an awesome like friend group where like if they do a big tour, like I swear they'd like take off work and follow them the whole way. Yo, like, how South amazing Florida is that? I think come it's amazing. So hard. Right. I think it's one of the coolest things. And I think then, like, it's If awesome. you're not paying attention to South Florida, we said I, this before. We'll say yeah. it again. They got a ton of bands. Mm. They just and have they have a great support group, great friend group. Yeah, I think Day by Day is the first one that people really people from South Florida really put on for, and yeah. that, that kind of turned into like every band from Florida that plays yeah. anywhere they'll go see. I know. I think it's one of the coolest is things. Is this the only yeah. South Florida band that Lennon's not in? No, he's there's a bunch. There's, yeah, there's but a there, bunch. he's in a bunch too. He's not in the good ones. 
Yeah, but but he's in. Oh, you doesn't. That's your uh, homie. So, I love um, Ghost Strike. Yeah. So, um, sure. so do I. So. No, I do. I like Blister. Is great. Sure. So, um, good list. Yeah. Good list. It was okay. Okay, it wasn't as you you it prefaced it like it was gonna be bad. The Ghostman one was, was the the big. Uh, like what you mm-hmm. like, man. Yeah, it's all good. I, wasn't really bad. I thought it was gonna be like. No, no, really? I caught. I mean. Your Spotify list was a little deceiving. Yeah, too. Was a little that was messed up. It's all good. Did you? That's something I noticed on my Spotify list. Like, the songs that are on there would not make my top ten. No, me like record wise. Yeah, it, it didn't really kind of. Well, I noticed together. what it is. It's a lot of stuff that like the bands I listen to is the first song in their record. Which you also, if you look at like any any band Spotify, their first rec- first song in any record is yeah. always their biggest. Even if it's not their biggest song in reality, yeah. it's the biggest. It's got the most plays. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of strange. Can we do some mailbag? Sure. We've got some guests. Yeah. You guys ready? I'm going to read the questions and kind of set it off to you. <clears throat> Zach asked us months ago, and that's why we're trying to do this. Zach Galifianakis wants to know. Zach. <laughs> Chamberlain, formerly Split Lip are doing a couple shows to celebrate the 20th anniversary of The Moon, My Saddle. I personally think this is an amazing record and criminally underrated for that style of music. Do you like Chamberlain now? What did you think of the transition from hardcore band to more alt-country at the time of the record? And did anyone go see them at Bowery Ballroom? Zach, thank you. I got nothing. I I have nothing. I only know the song, this is... Song from the uh, Antimatter comic. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good song. All I remember is like reading all those articles about Split Lip, like playing because they're from Indianapolis, whatever. Yeah, yeah. That like they come, you know, bands would come through that we would think would be bigger, like Shelter, or whatever. But, like dude, the show sold out. Yeah. And Shelter would go on last play in front of twelve people because everyone was there to see Split, Split Lip. Lip. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it just never really kind of. No one Chamberlain for you. I have no idea. Okay, nineties. Chamberlain, Split Lip, anything? Uh, I love Split Lip. I never listened to Chamberlain material. Um, the one Split Lip record that's got like the, uh, like the hand sketch character caricatures on the front. Yeah. I don't know the name of it off the top of my head, but I don't it's either. that's classic. Is that for the Love Wounded or something? No. It might be. So they were. I mean, so I'll talk aesthetically too. Sorry for cutting you off. No, no, no. So good. Yeah. Like that's like perfect '90s style for me. It's like this weird realm of '90s indie emo, and they definitely were the first, not the first, but early on to move to more of like. It's hard to say country, but there's definitely twang. You know what I mean, Americana, and they. Yeah. Did you guys ever see them? Did I miss that? I didn't see them live. That's what we were talking about. Was the reunion? Nobody, none of us went to see them. Yeah. But those shows went big, and um, were they big like back in the day though? Yeah, yeah. Especially locally. They played New York. If they played New York, they had they actually in the city they did pretty well. They had a like kind of like crossover CMJ crowd kind of thing, but it never popped, and they kind of like I in my memory at the time I liked Chamberlain more than like Texas, which is weird. But I, I, I like them more. Um, they kind of were doing their own thing. And what always surprised me was because of aesthetics, they never crossed over into more of that like no idea scene when I was like the pre-fest type vibe. Because yeah. I, I would have thought that stuff could have totally transitioned and like would have made sense. Like, doesn't that make Not sense to go sense. do some like like Chamberlain and Hot Water Music could totally play shows together or Get Up Kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it never quite crossed over. Yeah. Um, in my opinion. And so, no, and I know there were people, there were people who traveled for that Bowery reunion, like people who came from the Midwest, so. Oh, they played New York City? 
Oh, see, so yeah, yeah. I didn't even know. Like that a I couple didn't months go. ago. Back okay. in September. <laughs> when this question's from. Yeah. All right. Sorry, buddy. Dan. <clears throat> Dan asks, Hypothet- hypothetical scenario. Imagine you could travel back in time and co-produce any hardcore record. What would you do to change the resulting record? Maybe it's a dodgy lyric on your favorite record that you try to take the talk the vocalist out of using. Maybe there's a record that's super over or underproduced that you try and influence in the other direction. Is there a mosh part that totally needs to be longer, shorter for better impact? Would be interested in hearing what you'd change about your favorite hardcore records. Cheers, Dan. Thank you. Good question. Wow. All right. What's your thoughts? Interesting question. Um, hmm. I don't know. I have to think about that one. Someone else go. You got one? I'm going to say if it's a record that I like. Was it records that you like or just records? You could do any record that you maybe let you down. Like To me, I'll give one real quick. The Right Brigade LP. Sucks. Sucks. Sucks bad. And the band demo for the LP? Yeah. Mm, I don't think they had them. They were breaking up. The LP was done essentially as contractual obligation and because they had agreed to do it. The band was basically broken up already. The demo, Split, and 7-inch were fantastic. The LP is basically two or three new songs, a couple of weird live, live uh, like uh, noise tracks. Oh, weird. Oh, something happened. Something's in the oven. Oh, something's in the oven. Um, but, but so that it was, so I would have said, yo, either... The baby in there. <clears throat> either yeah. don't record it, or do something better. They slowed it down. The production, it's overproduced. And like had Red Brigade kept going. Like that was a record I was super excited for. So I would have, if I could have co-produced it, I would have said, hey, write better songs for this. Or don't do it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, the only thing that really comes to mind immediately is, uh, you know the Oi Ben, the Oppressed? Yes. They have uh, a, an LP that is good, but the drums sound so fucking weird. And it like kind of takes me out of it. I forget what the name of the LP is, but it's it's good. Anything for you? Maybe uh, original version of Holy Name by 108, not make it one fucking track. <laughs> yeah, split up the track. Yeah, you'd go split into the EVR offices. Put out the Krishna songs and stuff. And... I would say um, another one for me that comes to mind. Uh, the um, I would have liked to have heard... Best wishes sped up a little bit. Just a little faster. Throw a little more speed. I would just encourage the band. I was like, yo, this is great, but just give me a little more core. I would ask them to switch out Death Camps with uh, Seekers of the Truth, and that would really have been. You've been happy with That's my go. Did you ever listen to the. Not my favorite. I know. I'm weirdo. But Death Camps, instead of that, oh, man. The Chrome Eggs Live album from the, the uh, what is it, um, Hard Times in an Age of Quarrel? Yeah, yes. That has a lot of those Best Wishes songs, but I feel like they are played a lot faster in the, on the live version, and it's good shit. Exactly. And the fucking, the solos are fucking face-melting. Blazing. Yeah. Great. Um, this is a hard one for me, because I feel like the shittier everything is with hardcore, the better it is, but... Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. So, like, the first thing that came to my mind was um, Hate Breed Under the Knife. Like, I would just say, better production. Yes. Because it sounds like shit. But it's also, like, it's so good. Right. 
because it sounds like shit, you know? Those are my best Hatebreed songs. They're my favorite Hatebreed songs. Recorded version of them. But not too, not too big. Not, not much better. Yeah. Just not, yeah. Just, just satisfaction level production. Yeah. Did you ever hear those recorded, like, did you ever hear East Coast Assault with them? Some of those songs are on it. The recording is so bad. You can't listen to it. And the playing is so bad. Yeah. But like those songs, it's it's those same songs. It's yeah. kind of like, you obviously can write a song here, but the recordings and stuff, and under the knife, like you said, it's very, not it's too tuned down or whatever, but it's not a good recording. <laughs> how about, songs are how about modif- modified question? This is not the person's yeah. question, but modified. Uh, so like the first Bad Brains LP, I mm-hmm. think it, it sounds shittier and they re-recorded those songs, but like, that first LP to me is that's the LP. Like that's the, the yeah, yeah, the tape. That that's the energy. That's like the essence of that band. Re-recorded doesn't do it for me. The original recording recording of Rock for Light, the re- original production, is slightly different than the one that's really out there. Mm-hmm. And I urge you to track it down. I still I don't know if I like it more than the Roar tape, mm-hmm. but it's a little better. But then they went in and remastered it a bit and kind of changed the production, and that threw things off a is lot. Right, okay, sick. Yes, but I think he was on the original production anyways. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, this is a cool question. We'll dive yeah. back on this with That's some more good, thoughts. Yeah, you yeah. got any? I got nothing. I'm just going to say, uh, you know. Would you do anything different with the Ghost Man record? <laughs> no, he's it's perfect. I wouldn't change a thing. God. All right. Perfect. We're talking about changing a goddamn Pro Max record. He's like, Ghost Man is untouchable. Perfect. <laughs> John messaged us and says, I just moved to Queens about a year ago. Welcome. Shout out, Queens. But I... But I grew up in Cleveland my whole life. Queens is actually a step up from Cleveland. That says a lot. Oh, absolutely. I was just listening to episode 34, and I really enjoyed the story about the Easter show at Speak in Tongues. The, quote, mosh, unquote, game in Cleveland is still very much so the way, the same way you described it was back then. Paint cans being spilled out, cinder blocks thrown, potted plants getting smashed, Glass to tables shattered, fireworks, etc. I am 23 years old, and I've been playing in bands and booking going to shows since I was 16. I've always just thought that's how you were supposed to get down. Do you guys think New York needs more of this mosh style? Best, John. (laughs) No, because we have full fucking felons that we do not need to weaponize. They are weapons in and of themselves. We need to keep venues open, not shut them down. Yes, very great point. I mean, you can get away with stuff in Northeast Ohio that you can't get away with. Yeah. yeah. You try and pull some weird stuff here, it might not work out for you. Yeah. Sorry. You're going to get a cinder block here. Now, he did also, I want to shout out Violence John. is cool, but you might get shot. Yeah. <laughs> John sent along a crazy list of a bunch of different newer Cleveland bands, so that's cool. on our cool, uh, cool, on cool. our radar to play. All right. <clears throat> Clay, got a question for you all. As three guys who came up in scenes, each with their own unique style and sound for the most part, and we'll count that as the guys and gals at this table right now, curious on your respective thoughts on this topic. Early hardcore bands had sounds based on their local scenes or shaped by the collective sound of that region. This is something that has held up in areas large and small for the most part over the years. Where we are at now, things have progressed to the point where music, bands, and live sets have all become more easily accessible no matter where you are via the internet and different bands can adopt styles and vibes from pretty much anywhere on the planet. True. Is this good in the sense of sharing ideas or bad in terms of creativity? Is the ability to connect with music faster via technology more important than maintaining a localized culture within a scene? Has modern hardcore lost some of these more 
territorial styles, and does it matter? Is regional flavor still important in 2018? That's Clay. Thanks, Clay. Good question. Great question. Wow. Uh, is it good? Um, one, is low, is regional flavor still important in 2018? Yeah, kind of. Is it still alive? Yeah, kind of. Um, I will point out that even in certain regions, it's not the same. Like, like a place like Southern California, too big for one style, but there is a thread of heavier bands that all kind of fit a more similar palette because you have similar players in that. I think the Hudson Valley has a pretty strong sound. You can hear that in the Age of Apocalypse demo. <laughs> um, and I think you hear that in a lot of places. Now that sound changes and it evolves. Philadelphia is a good example of this. <clears throat> Philadelphia is known for having heavier stuff and also having like a basement punk scene. Both those things are still alive and well in their own respective corners. Um, but you have to look a little harder sometimes to see that. And certainly it's getting kind of... The, the, the bad word that we don't want to use is homogenized. But that's what you can say is that people are saying like, oh, things are getting homogenized. There's not localized sounds. Mm, that stuff happens slowly over time. Um, I can continue to monopolize this, but other thoughts? I wish... I don't necessarily want things to be homogenized. I like that there's a lot of, you know, different stuff out there. And I like, you know, the tribal regional stuff. I wish... what. I would like to see more of, which I think is rare, are mixed bills. I think one of like my favorite shows I ever went to and one of the most interesting shows I ever went to was Hard Skin, the British Oi Bands, yes. Forgetters, the dude from Jawbreaker's new band at the time, uh, the rival mob, hardcore bands, and Perdition D-beat punk bands. Like, why can't we all just hang out? Like, we're all, like, adjacent. Sure. Why do we just have straight down the line hardcore shows, straight down the line pop punk? Like... What's the deal? No. We like we read our, our music <clears> lists <throat> and we all have pretty eclectic tastes. We I mean, all why like, can't Nicki Minaj play with my voice? Fuck yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like why not? No, and I mean I think that that's one of the beauties yeah. of right now is that younger people don't feel as much as though they have to be trapped in the lane. I think what Clay's asking too is he's like So we're seeing that, but is that good in terms of a creativity thing and i, I think, think it's, it's cool okay. yeah. like i think it's cool to see a band from california that's like oh like my biggest influence is demise and you're like wait what i gotta check this out you know like would i probably have checked it out if not maybe not right like i think that's cool there's nothing wrong with having an easy like a also like everybody's influenced by new york hardcore so yep. it's kind of like yeah, when you're from new york it's like well everybody's trying to do that new york the best one. i mean best. undoubtedly Sorry. but so I would also say um, regional sounds are alive. They evolve over time. Um, the example I'll give for one that's evolved is the Boston sound. I think there was Boston hardcore has changed a lot over the years. In the 90s, things got a little heavier. Even in the late 80s, things got a little harder. But you have that early Exclaim sound, SSD, DYS, yes. all that stuff. Yo, in the mid-2000s, a bunch of bands looked at that, but then brought in New York hardcore, and you have that locking out thing. And then you go to bands like Rival Mob, that's about 50% Boston, early Boston, and then 50% New York. Yikes. You know, and, and I think that has changed the overall sound of what people think of when they think of like that scene of music now. So, you know, it, it is a great question, and it can change more and more over time. 
Yeah, but I don't think there's any problem with being able, like having the access to it and stuff like that. Never. I mean, I I feel that it sucks that people won't have that experience of kind of looking at like records and shit. But that's cool. I I think things. I mean, this is it's hard to it's hard to nail down because I think a lot of it's just like your perspective and how you read into things or whatever. But I I think with the internet, um, things sort of become a little more homogenized. Like you know, like she said, you know. SoCal bands being influenced by demise. Like, I, I think there's there's trends, like early late thousands, early uh, tens. What do we even call that? Um, yeah. Like, like you know, bands that were sort of aping the the breakdown '87 demo was right. kind of the wave. So you were having bands from all over the country doing that. So like, I think things, in a sense, were somewhat less regional. But I mean, you know, not completely. Like, it's not a blanket sort of thing. But I think maybe trends like that happen a little more this day and age because of the internet. Is that fair to say? Yeah. What do you think, Alex? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I think it's cool when... Um, oh, I like when you can identify that um, a band from a certain area is pulling from something specific to that region, like... Um, there's part... Like, I, I, I mean, like, I think, you know, Michigan's a good example because they... Dudes in Freedom are pulling from Negative Approach. A lot of Midwest stuff. They're pulling from early New York, early Boston too. But yeah. it's a lot of a lot of Negative Approach. But then you look at Detain. You look at Never in the Game. Those bands are pulling from some Cold as Life, early yeah. stuff. So they're all kind of putting some stew. But yeah. they're putting their own. And then when you go to the fact that you could group some of those bands together, it's a new regional sound too. So I think that's something to keep aware of is that regional sounds evolve. True. Yeah. You know, and that's that's cool. That's as cool to me as things that were the way they were for fucking thirty years. So. All right. Quick. Um, subgenre snobs is the title of this question. <laughs> Power trip. Are they hardcore or thrash, Alex? Um, hardcore. Who cares? Hardcore. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of with the who cares thing. I don't, I'm not saying who cares because I don't fuck with Power Trip. I'm just saying, like, why are we putting bands in genres? He, exactly. Al, Alex is quick to give the answer. Yeah. I fucking love Power Trip. Yeah, I, I definitely them. like them, but... Hatebreed. Metalcore? New York Hardcore? Beatdown? Definitely not New York Hardcore. They're from Connecticut. CTHC right, is the correct hardcore. answer. They're just yeah, hardcore. Just hardcore. I would call them Beatdown. No, definitely not. Beatdown? What the fuck is that? Yeah, Come on. I will give this dude quite credit. He's like, this seems like a great opportunity for Patrick to offend people. Yeah, it could have been. He's got to give us more. All right. Um, in-depth thoughts on Defeater. Good, bad, or indifferent? Thanks, Charles. Anyone got thoughts in this room? It's like crickets. When I, I looked around the room, there was like, hmm, Defeater. In 2008, I used to love them. Okay. Um, I saw them a couple times at, in a, a house that I went, like when I first started really going to shows locally, um, they, they played a couple times in this basement that I went to. Mm-hmm. Montrose basement, it, it, shout out. Falls, yeah. um, so it was just like, I was young, uh, I saw it, it I liked it, but I could not ever listen to it now. Ooh, like that's just that's a type that's a type of hardcore that I just don't think yeah I don't think could uh, exist now. It's just it's a weird I don't know it's a weird thing. Were they like early? Emotional I've seen them a few times. They were very good. emotional. HXA yep. soft boy hardcore. But I I did like, not like it. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just go out there. I did not like it. Like the pre progenitors to the loud dispute 
kind of. No, I lumped them in with more like the Touche. Because when I saw them, it was with Touche. They were on tour. Right, so they were in that kind of. Like, they were. Yeah. They kind of fall between that. They're, those yeah, two right. Between the two, they're uh, harder all than like Touche and like La Dispute and yeah, stuff. But that idea, you know, though. But they also were like they kind of followed in the path of Modern Love Is War verse. I remember when I heard hard. them, I thought Modern Love Is War. I saw them a few times, like yeah, like ten years yeah. ago, yeah. and I was more of a ceremony person at the time. But interesting that you said that you, the ceremony's good. Cer- yeah, ceremony's great. But I don't. But and similar similar tip. I don't know that I could listen to Violence Violence as much as I did back then. I yeah, I don't know. Place kind of deal, it, I guess. You think you burnt yourself out on it? Maybe. Because that, like, <laughs> that was a big. It yeah. was a big listen for me back then. Fuck yeah, yeah. absolutely, definitely. Um, but so was the carrier. So you know. <laughs> they were big for a minute. Yeah. 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 Just Especially in our Boston. area. Yeah. They played yeah. our area all the time. Were they from Boston? No. They're from Boston, I think. Yeah. Ish. Who was yeah. the band yeah. from Baltimore in that kind of vein? Ruiner? Yes, that's oh, what I was thinking of. Oh, no. That's what I was thinking of, though. Ruiner. Uh, Defeater, they and Patrick would talk about this, too. They had a real moment. Yeah. Um, I mean, they signed to Epitaph. You know, wow. Um, wow, they were off my radar by that point. Wow. Yes. Were they on before that? Bridge, Bridge Nine, Bridge yeah. Nine, and Bridge Nine did well with them. Now the thing, and I'll say this: I think they're good people. Um, musically, was never my bag. They did concept like theme records, sort of like stories. Wasn't and there was a like weird letters from the war or something. A uh, like, co- couple things like that, and cool. it was well. It we just that? we like that? that's too much for no, me. No, it's it's that's where well the cross is for uh, like what is hardcore in a genre way. Like, what are you singing about? Is this real? That ain't real much, you know. No, um, sure. But but there was an art artistic side to it that was really kind of like leaned in that I think a lot of people resonated with, and it's sort of a shame they had a couple weird breaks that disabled them from being bigger, like La Dispute or Touche, right? Um, so, you know, I, I feel for them. They were just not my thing. No, they were right at the right they're time. Right time. Okay. Singer got sick or injured, oh, right. and they right. missed right. a minute, and the record was, like, a year too late. And that scene tripped out. Like, that right. scene, ha- right. like, just exploded and popped. Right. So. I, uh, I, I mean, I fuck, I love a concept album. And I don't get, like, hardcore, I don't think that's off the table for hardcore bands. I don't think so either. Yeah. I think, I do think, though... If you're going from Trapped Under Ice, and I love then the Trapped Under Ice concept album. I know. I think that's where they need to go next. Yes. That's the next record. Yeah. Um, but there's almost like, in reality, a lot of these things could, if you actually pull back, the Age of Quarrels kind of a theme record. It's a concept album essentially. Oh, and on the streets. Mm-hmm. There's is that the. What it's about? <laughs> there is an idea that this is the reality, and so when when in 2010. Yeah, yeah guys come out and they're like, oh yeah, here's this uh, record and we're going to sing about lyrical content about what it's like to be, you know, writing letters home from war or whatever yeah, the theme is. I right? I don't, I don't even, I know. That's true, So, so, so if it's that, it's like, well, that's not what the reality is, but I'm still singing about emotions and evoking these kind of ideas. You're just acknowledging the separation from the real. And that's the problem is that a lot of hardcore bands try to say, "No, no, this is real. This is this is this real. Is this is how I feel." Yeah. This is, and so it's sort of like, "But is it?" Yeah, but look, I mean, like those Saves a Day records and stuff. There's no Hollyhocks. Mm, forget me nots. 
It's some of it, yeah. He said, I mean, he even said, like, oh, I just was writing from like what he I thought. He was like a fucking 16-year-old. That's a good point, but I, 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 I got to stand by. No, I'm with it. I'm, write I'm a fucking cool. concept yeah, on it. They're sick. I think they're cool. Uh, more and more. Go so rush. Patrick's written a few <laughs> year. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Chris asks, what bands do you all think have played and or recorded the best cover songs? For me, I think Death Threat's cover of Outburst the Hard Way on Lost at Sea is my favorite on record. They make it their own, but still keep it true to form. And for live, it's probably Power Trip covering Leeway, Ball Hugger, and United Blood, 2012. Oh, wow. Entire place was moving. Kids were dying on the top balcony. Yeah, that's cool as shit. And as the addition on that, so start your brains thinking about what the best covers were. Do y'all think the traditional etiquette for covers is gone with younger kids playing stuff from other still active bands? I like Patrick's take on covering your contemporaries, although I've only seen it done once with Lost Souls covering Dead and Dreaming in Richmond. Uh, Thank you, Chris. So to me, seeing bands cover their contemporaries... Turnstile did that. A bunch of bands. I mean... They they covered Power Trip in... Text and Dallas, yeah, yeah. yeah. totally. Like it was just kind of that band. When that band Give broke up, Distort covered them, did an intro. It's like tribute. Uh, this is something. This is like a, one of these things that somehow over the past decade it's gotten kind of lost. That's not new. It's not like all that. Cl- it's it's cool because it's kind of acknowledging like hardcore is a living, breathing thing. Youth of Today used to do it infamously on tours. Gorilla Biscuits used mm-hmm. to do it infamously on tours. They'd cover their contemporaries as a record. tribute. What's that, that live Youth of Today record from... Where he oh, covers GB. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sick of it all, GB, Chromax. Yeah. Yeah. Slow down, dude. dude. Yeah, yeah. Right, and they they did that as not just a way to say, hey, these are our friends' bands, but also a, to to like rep it and put it out there. All those Lock and Out bands used to do it. Mental would get up and cover Jaguars, <laughs> Righteous oh, really? Jams, they jump up and do dump truck songs. They would do all that stuff. They'd do it whether you know he was there or not, and someone would come up and sing it. And it was just a cool way to do it and acknowledge. And I think it's one of the coolest things people can do. It's it's both showing respect and also like, yo, hearing Turnstile cover Power Trip that sounds rad as fuck. Yeah. So uh, props on that. Best covers on record. Are you gonna say Death Threat covering Op Ivy or? Yeah, I was gonna say that was a weird weird move. Um, but I do love. It comes off though. No, it doesn't come off. Um, I love Bob Ivy and I love Death Threat, but that was that was not the right. It's like when two good things come together and don't equal. Yeah, it just didn't make sense. I back it. Um, I like the uh, what Burn song did Death Threat cover? Shelby Judge. Oh, out of time. Out yeah. of time. That's a good one. The Harder yeah. cover. Their cover, of the Upper song, might have been what like sparked my interest in Upper actually. Okay. That's actually a good point. I think that's for a lot um, of people. Another one, I'm thinking, what am I thinking here? Um, damn, I have one before I started talking about that, but now I got distracted. I got it. <laughs> Crucified. The massive front. Oh, I'm most people. Across. Yeah. I think, well, yeah. And isn't Gotta Go also technically a cover? You know what I also like that I think is a great cover? That um, Scarhead doing United Forces. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's great. By us. The, like, that cover's record is really good. It's really good. It's really good. Oh, yeah. is that cause for alarm? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 that's good. No, 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 I'm saying Scarhead does a full, oh. like, LP's worth of yeah. hardcore covers, and they're all really well done. Oh, that's got very good. Sandy, no, what's it, um, what's it called? I don't even remember. Whatever. But they do outbursts. They do, you know. Stuff. I'm trying to think. Um, that Hapri covers record? Yes. Pretty good? Pretty good. 
some heads on there. A slap shot covering. Uh, Big mouse tricks again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Some of my favorite are typo negative covers recorded. Like yeah. Cinnamon Girl. Yes. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, those are my favorites. Well, what about How Soon Is Now by Quicksand? Yeah, that's a great one. That's one of my Live favorites. And on Vision covering um, Stop Me. Um, I will say my favorite hardcore bands covering hardcore covers. Not when American Nightmare and the band Damage toured together and covered Floor Punch songs, both bands. Wow. On their first tour pre-AN 7-inch. Not when AN covered Operation Ivy at Posse Numbers 2000. If you watch a video, you can watch me and a friend standing there going, what is going on? What and then. Nope, but you can watch me frog stomp off, stomp off the stage onto the sing along. Wow! Just as on a bat. Yeah. Can I can I tell a funny live cover story? Of course. Uh, I was not at the show. It was probably more than ten years ago. My friend Jimmy was there. He told me about it. Um, agnostic shout out to Jimmy. Yeah, shout out to Jimmy. Uh, agnostic Front uh, headlining the show and uh, Twenty Five to Life opening. Um, Roger gets in Rick's face. For having his, you know, flea market of bootlegs, yes. <laughs> uh, twenty-five to life gets up to play uh, and says, "Rick says, yo, me and Roger, we had a little bit of a fight, but we're cool now. This one goes out to him. It's called the Eliminator, and twenty-five to life covers Agnostic Front at an Agnostic Front show. Amazing. <laughs> they also do Crucified, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah they've yeah, done yeah. it like the same fucking show. Dude, yeah. they did so many. Covers. All right, so, so the tw- the twenty-five to life." game was always for new jersey kids was shit they're doing this song do you go off because then you run the risk of being on the cover of a 25 to life record or a, or a sweatshirt yeah <laughs> so like a bunch of the kids from morris county dudes who are a little older than yeah. me are on the cover of some 25 to life record because they're like they covered af yeah. we're all going off it wasn't for no. their song yeah. uh Nothing wrong with 25 to Life. I like 25 to Life a lot. I'm sorry. Alex rides hard for Revision, 25 to Life. Revisionist history. Thank you, guys. Mm-hmm. Thanks for playing. They were big. <laughs> they were also a joke, too, by a point. I like it, too. I can't sick. deny it. It's just good. Yes, he's There's a lots of, of joke bands that are actually good, though. He's, a, he's an asshole. Like what? <laughs> His voice is ridiculous, but the fucking, it's, come on. Even really emotional. Friendship, yeah, loyalty, I commitment. Mean, yeah. It's good. Inside knowledge, you're watching. Short fuse. How did you feel about them? Because you were kind of contemporaries with them. You were down with it? I liked it. I mean, in retrospect, I go, what the fuck are they doing? But I mean, right. I remember when the demo came out, I was like, this is hard. Okay. This is cool. Like, See, I know. think I fall into a spot where hardcore got a little better. Not saying this in a mean way, but like quality-wise, like recordings and stuff. Yeah. Like, And I was like, oh, people like 25 to Life? And like dudes who are a little older were vibing on it. Because it was like, that's better. Are they live? I think they went off. And I mean, it was a fucking, it was a hardcore desert in 1993. Correct. Exactly. Like, oh, cool. And like, by the time I got into hardcore 96, 97, it was like, oh, yeah, there's a bunch of stuff, so why would I listen to this? Yeah. But now they've found a new home. And I would like to add Bless another. up, all you 25 they to Life fans. They kept it alive. They kept it alive. Two, five to Life. I would like to <laughs> add um, Madball doing Fool's Die. Yes. As a top tier clip. Madball doing AF songs on the first EP. So good. Um, I'm trying to think. I got one um, Dead Heat covering Crumb Suckers on the new LP that's coming out next year. Mm, yeah, I heard that. It's, it's good. good it's a good track. Love yeah. the Crumb Suckers. I wish they, they did that one off reunion and I Oh, it was so good. They had yeah. a Facebook events like for a show like that following October and it just never happened. Yeah, I don't know what in, happened. It was in Pugipti. Yeah, I was so ready to go. I was stoked. Well, I think because Gary Meskel got jumped. Oh, the dude that was in propane 
got attacked like while they were on tour in Europe. That's so he right. Couldn't play with. Forgot about that. Really? Yeah. 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 Like really badly. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like hospitalized, and I wonder if that's. Yo, shout out. Let's make a Crumb Sucker show happen. That record's great. Love, yeah. love Crumb Two that's very good, good records. All right, Burns we're gonna do a well. couple a more, and then we're gonna call it a wrap and and do some other stuff. Maybe get some food. We don't know. Well, they, I mean, the cases brought their own. Mm, that's good. Good for them. I we did a, what was play? the ordering service? Caviar. 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 Bleep that, Patrick. We don't get sponsor money out of them. Mark asks, do you think people are getting out of hand with the, quote, best band in hardcore right now phrase? I've been seeing it thrown around a lot, and it's wearing on me. Example, someone on Twitter. I'm not going to use the, oh, okay, I'll say it, because he explains. You're the knife. Best band in hardcore right now. Come on, dude. Adjust your superlatives a little. At least I say, just say most hype band right now. Still not really accurate. You're the knife. Killing it right now? Yes. Lots of buzz? Yes. Writing better songs, getting better recordings, still got some improvements to make, great live sets in the Northeast. Potential is through the roof. But best band hardcore right, best hardcore band right now? Take a fucking hike. Thank you, Mark. <laughs> so that was all, Mark. Um, People throw around superlatives. Three people throw around superlatives. Everyone gets called legend now. Yeah, I know. There's like three legends. Mm, true. Sigma. Mm? Jimmy Gestapo. Mm? Roger. Mm. Freddie. Mm. But there's a lot of... Like, Rick. Rick to life. Rick mm. to life. <laughs> Paul, but you know, but like, they, I don't know. No, uh, so, so it's people, You should say it's like my favorite band in hardcore. You know what? It's tough because uh, best is still... Uh, it's still subjective. Is there a so, best band in hardcore right now, like universally, that you could be like, if someone said it, everyone would be like, yeah, probably. Um, Turnstile. Ghostman. Ghostman. Here's the Mind deal. Mind Force. Oh, shit. It's true. Um, it's all be mine. Well. I get it. Uh, the so thing is. Superlatives. Yeah. Jay. Also, Legend. Twitter sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I host a podcast with Patrick. Plug. Worst possible, worst time. possible timeline. We like, we just talk shit on Twitter. Yo. <laughs> Every people on Twitter, yeah. Who fucking cares? Yeah, who, who fucking anyone says cares? on Twitter? Fucking gives some fucking asshole with fucking four hundred followers saying that <laughs> whatever is the best record gives a shit. So when I hear worst possible timeline, I always thought it was like how my how someone's life would work out. Do you mean like timeline meaning Twitter timeline? We yeah. It's I like, mean I've listened to it, but I never put that. I thought it would be like, Yeah, it's a double on. Oh god, yeah. Okay, okay, it's got like. It. We're living in such shitty ass times, and also looking at Got Twitter, it. which is a timeline. Very clever. clever. So, uh, to make you feel better, Mark, a good question. Um, one, your timeline's not the truth. Two, whatever people say on there is highly subjective. Highly. So, if people say best band, you know, sometimes it's cool. Um, that's that's yeah. That's you know, call it best band core. I don't know. You know, oh, best band core. Is that that's a new amazing. Mm, maybe it is yeah. trademark. So these aren't official titles. Uh, you know, back to Defeater though. Is Defeater amazing core? Yes, okay. definition of it. Um, <laughs> what's good, Matt? What's good? Matt asks, "Hey folks, how do you find drive to create music or pursue other artistic endeavors? Do I quit my job and just force myself to make something I've been wanting to make for a while, or just wait until the time's right and I get some creative mojo flowing? I guess I'm asking you." I guess I'm asking you, Pat, because of your obnoxious amount of input, of output. I do respect the hustle. Matt from Melbourne. Um, wow. All right, so this is a good question. A slide diss? It's like not okay. quite a sneak diss, but like, like how do you diss? find the drive to create music or pursue other artistic endeavors or do anything? You guys want to give some answers real quick? Uh, I don't. Well, yeah, where's your zine? 
Yeah, a little motivation over here. We're planning a wedding. We're Come trying, on. We're trying to do a zine and a wedding at the same time. You know, probably you're going to do a zine for your wedding? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you should. That should be one of the things we give away. That's, I don't know. Some label that sounds horrible. Um, Silent Majority was on a, a split seven inch with like three other bands, and that was the, the wedding. Um, That's cool. That's a cool idea, I thought. I would do that. How yes. do you find time for artistic endeavors? Uh, oh. <laughs> it depends on where you live. If you live in the middle of nowhere and you could like survive, like if you live in New York City, don't quit your fucking job to like. No, yeah, definitely no. don't quit your but job. But if you live in like Nowhereville and it's like my rent's 150 bucks a month and you can save up some money if you want to take four months off and fucking throw yourself head- headlong into it, go for it. Yeah. I I find that there's there's you can find if you're really artistically inclined and you feel the need to create something. For me, for me, to be real, real for a second, it's. It's like fear. It's like the fear of knowing I could die at any second and no one will ever give a shit about anything I ever did. It makes me want to fucking make things. Wow. Like, it, that's real. Like, that's where my drive comes from anyway. Um, but, yeah, definitely don't quit your job. Like, y- you need to live. You need money. Unless, like Tom said, you know, you're, you're, your world is cheap. But, you know, find time for both. You got weekends. You got time off. Like, you know, unless you're working 100 hours a week, like, you can find time to do it. Yeah. Yo, Patrick, you there? I'm here. Hey! Uh, we're recording now. We've got Alex, Nicole, Tom, Eric, and myself in the room. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm coming to you, coming to you live from the Whole Foods uh, near the venue. Where's the venue tonight? San Francisco, uh, the park side. On brand. Uh, Amelia's in the room chilling on her phone. She says hello. Uh, I miss my girlfriend very much. We know. Um, Matt asked us in a mailbag, how do you find drive to create music or pursue other artistic endeavors? Do I quit my job and just force myself to make something I've been wanting to make for a while or just wait until the time's right and I get some creative mojo flowing? I guess I'm asking you, Pat, because of your obnoxious amount of output, I do respect the hustle. Nice of Matt to say, but uh, I maintain that I'm actually not that productive. Uh, Amelia will attest to that. Uh, there's times that I'm just like staring at Takashi Six Nine uh, news items on YouTube for entirely too long. Uh, so it's not like I'm like some go getter or some shit. Uh, I I think that honestly he should not quit his job. Uh, he should use his job to finance the things that he wants to do, and just redouble his efforts uh, to do them in a in a. Uh, you just got to manage time better. And I say this as a guy that doesn't have any right to say that. But well, uh, and the reason I thought it was important, other than you being addressed in the question, we've been ignoring that in other questions, but is that uh, it's about finding the time and making the time, whether whether you're trying to slot it in between your full 9 to 5 job or, you know, watching Takashi 6 9 videos. Um, I, I mean, you could answer this question as easy as I could. Yeah, I know. Being a father, being a father and trying to find time to do literally anything sounds like a fucking nightmare, but you, you do you do find time. I had, a, like, I had a conversation with a mutual today um, where it was he he said that some of the, he works in the creative field and he's a very busy guy and and he his his mood time and interest reflected that today. Shout out! Um, but the the big gist to me was the fact that he was explaining to somebody he worked with that. They're like, oh, why do you do all this stuff? And he's like, because what the fuck else am I supposed to do? I, I want to. I want to do things. I want to. I'll tell you this. If you're not doing things, your life gets a lot less interesting. Yeah. It yeah, might be more relaxing. Shout, but- out, 
shout out to you and I's dude, Paul DC from Sinking Ships, who I just saw. Yeah. Who's who devoting his year to understanding Beethoven. Oh, you know right. Because he's got time. <laughs> he does. Yo, he needs some more creative endeavors. We might need to talk to him on the side because that's cool, but uh, we, he needs to do something with that. Well, he, I mean, his attitude is like once you're good money wise, and, he, and he's doing all right for is himself. Is he once motherfucker? You're good you, you, you've really got to start filling your days with other exciting shit because once the money headache is gone, it, the make yourself happy headache is still there. So I, I think, I don't know if we were talking about this, but I, I heard something a couple months back and it made me think of your, uh, your uh, what is the floor shit you've been fucking around with? Linoleum. Linoleum project. <laughs> it was that, that a man should have, and by man it's a human, should have three hobbies. One that teaches them something, one that is purely for fun as a creative outlet, and one that makes them money. Wow. So uh, yeah. that is for, I, for people. That's a really one so that is... linoleum is the money maker for that, is what you're saying. Yes, probably. No, drug church, self-defense, linoleum. You put those three somewhere, and then <laughs> comics are somewhere in there, too. Um, everything else is good, my friend? Everything's good. Tours have been good. I'll update you all when we... Uh, when I get back, hold on. Uh, Regional Justice Center just walked out of uh, the the murder place within Whole Foods. Uh, they're going to say hello. Next Great. You're Burn. live on, uh, on Extra Grind. <laughs> hello. What's up, Regional Justice Center? <laughs> that was a good interview. We're going to have that back. Great. <laughs> All right. Very topical. When Did you buy your plane ticket home yet? I did. I'm back on two, uh, Monday night late. All right, we're going to make sure we, we're going to coordinate with Amelia about recording. Sounds good. Later, brother. Bye-bye. <laughs> Wait, District 9's playing tonight? Yeah, it's their last show. District 9's... Yeah, what the fuck? I forgot. You can get there. Where, where is it? Greenpoint. Kingsland. The Kingsland. Is that what we're doing right now? We're going to go see D9? There we go. Wrap All right. Shout out. Shout out to everyone. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you guys for joining us. Thank you. Appreciate it, and we'll talk to you all later. Worst possible, possible timeline. Word up. Amelia on the couch. Records. Thank you. <laughs>